could be suiting up. So I got my boat tie on, yeah. I could be chilling now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Whoa, whoa. Hoo, hoo, hoo. I could be chilling now. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. I could be suiting up. So I got my bow tie on, yeah. I could be chilling out. So I got my dad hat on, yeah. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow. Dad hats and bow ties. Dad hats and bow ties. Yo, 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 what's goody, what's goody? It's the kid XAB. It's your man, Distinguished to God, and you're now back listening to Our Black Asses on another episode of Dad Has and Bow Ties. Yeah! So, um, this is the last week of uh, uh, Women's History Month. This is definitely the last week of March. Definitely. So, shout out to all the, the beautiful, amazing women uh, that have graced Dad Has and Bow Ties this. This month, um, and that wasn't a shout out for Demi Grace. That wasn't that wasn't that. <laughs> Even that though you could buy your hair for one grow, oh, <laughs> you know her hair grow, man. Damn, damn. Demi really not gonna come back. It's all right. Y'all need to go check that episode out though. Um. All right. So, what are some highlights this week? What What are some highlights? And I forgot my my dad hat. So y'all just gonna have to deal with the fucking mop on my head. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Ah. Really don't. Slap on not like come on the <laughs> yo. Oh, just know why this guy's talking about slapping on knobs, bro? Like with three, with two other niggas two in, other the... Niggas in the room, <laughs> pressing knobs. Get it? I don't think nobody watching yet. So, you so you good? Mission, they gonna scroll back. You good? It definitely does not say this thing which the guy shared the episode, so I know this nigga ain't shared the episode yet. Because I'm trying to like talk, <laughs> crack a joke, and entertain y'all niggas. <laughs> Thank you. This nigga said. I don't need to entertain but, Really? All right, so I'll start with my highlight while while this nigga tries to be... Yeah, he can try to get his life together real quick. <laughs> my life is together. Um, <clears throat> So I had a show. It was for some relief funds for Haiti. Um, and the show was pretty, pretty dope. Uh, a lot of people fucked with the performance. Okay. Uh, I mean, I didn't expect anything different. Not, not on no cocky shit, but I be working on my shit. So, you know what I mean? It was, it, that's how I was supposed to be. It was regular shit. Um, but that was super dope. I want to thank everybody who came out. I want to thank everyone who put the show on. It was a really dope event. Uh, made some some interesting connections and shout out to my boy Jameer Pond, man. That man is moving in these streets and his heart is so golden and he's such such a humble individual. Um, so check out his show on WBLS. Uh, but yeah, that was a highlight for my week. How about you, bro? Uh, shit, highlight. Uh, I woke up. You know, <laughs> you know, I uh, I got the opportunity. Um, I don't know. This week I just been honing in on. <clears throat> Getting ready for my shows, you know, this network incorporated has a lot of shows coming up in April. Um, so I'm excited. Um, I speak to a few people tomorrow about getting my people on payroll. So I'm really practicing what I preach. A lot of niggas out there saying, Oh, I hold my people down, I make sure they get money. Yeah, yeah, niggas is lying. Make sure they're getting paid the right way. It's called payroll. You want to practice what you preach and slob on this knob? You kind of fall. 
You kind of, you kind of fall. All right, don't do that. What hey, Tim. Hey. <laughs> you, you, you caught that one? I that was good, right? I don't know, man. I, I bust the move on the mic. <laughs> 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 you people face right now. You can't. I don't know. Nigga has no morals. This is what happened when you get Tarzan from the jungle. That's this this nigga right here. Like God damn. Nigga is real special. This yeah, is man, so, special uh, man. I'm just working on my my, my shows. That's it. That, that's how the Tiff is dying. I'm glad you find it funny. I'm glad somebody find it funny. Tiff be ratching on the on Facebook too. You want me saying something? I'll be like, this that's is wild. I'll be just rolling. So <laughs> fuck it. I'm not even gonna comment on that. Let's get straight into the fire. Um Kendrick Lamar dropped a track. Right. I think the top of the week, it was Monday. I haven't no. heard the shit yet, yo. Yeah. No, so you can't you can't you can't entertain this conversation. It's called it's called From the Heart Four. Yeah, it's definitely called From the Heart Four. I was like, what? So where's the other three parts at? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what other three right. parts are. This nigga just decided to just drop a part four. Kendrick, are you dumb? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like what? So, how we feel about the track? Track is fire. I love the track. A lot of people were saying it was trash. What? He could have. Yeah, a lot of people was like it was like the the comments. Yo, you yo YouTube comments. To me, are the realest social media comments in the world. Maybe wild, yeah. They be trolling niggas. on YouTube, bro. They be throwing niggas under the bus. So I be like, yo. One nigga was like, yo. I heard Kendrick go harder on other tracks. One person was like, oh, um, I've heard Kendrick go harder on his last album. I was like, damn, be act like I was in the studio helping this nigga write the raw the bars. Nah, to me, to me, the joint was fire, bro. Now the joint was fire to me, especially like the way how the beat switched up. I was like, right. Yo, oh, like, that's what you're talking about. This yeah. Like part four joint. Yeah. 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 Oh, I heard, it. I heard that. Yeah, yeah. Now joint. you heard it. Tiff just said, oh, no, stop. Yeah, you got to cut it out, bro. You got to cut it out, bro. Now it was, it was okay. definitely, definitely right. a dope, um, All right, Poppy. All a dope right. situation. Mm. I, um, I love the switch up. It reminded me of Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick, mm. which I like more than To Pimp a Butterfly, um, Kendrick, Kendrick, in my mm. opinion. That's just for me. Okay. Um, where he had like the different voices and then he kept the part that that's my favorite is when he's like it's like he's writing it and he's like oh, fuck yeah, and then he and then, scribbles it out and then and he like, does it again yeah. and, and, and he does it again he's like oh shit Damn. and then he does it again like that shit was fire to me cause it's like fun. the creativity it's right like there. who told you to do that nigga it's like intensifying. that shit crazy to me so I really fucked with it um but who is he throwing shots at I don't know yo I don't know who's knocking but we not letting you in alright so I don't know who he was throwing shots at, but he was throwing a lot of shots. Some people saying Drake, some saying Kendrick. It sounded like I mean, some saying Kendrick. Somebody, some, some are saying Big Sean. Kendrick was throwing shots at himself because Kendrick's the type of rapper where he speaks about himself in third person. That lot. that's true. He definitely does. Him and Eminem is like masters of that shit. Like, but he's the protege of Eminem. Oh, like, yeah, that's let's a fact. let's be real. He is, he is the, the black, black Eminem. Eminem. Kendrick Lamar be saying some wild shit. Um, I thought that I think <clears throat> in my journalism, but I think it's great for hip hop. You know. Hip hop heads all around the world get a chance to see their favorite rappers go hand to uh go go go, go ball for ball. Everybody was saying that they want to see Drake versus Kendrick. That's what everybody's really saying. And it's like they like trying to eliminate Big Sean from the conversation. Like Big Sean ain't got weight out here. Big I, Sean got weight out here. I mean, the thing is this: I feel like <laughs> J Cole is not in this category anymore. In my per in, in my personal opinion, I feel like the shots were definitely more towards Drake than Big Sean. But people have been saying that Big Sean has been throwing shots at Kendrick ever since 
Um, no interviews was No crazy. interviews. And ever since then, they feel like, you know, this beef is more centered on Sean and Kendrick. Now, I don't know. I'm mixed about it because I feel like Sean is more relatable to people now, like in terms of an artist package. I got the moves. Sean is Sean is a better is more of an artist um, total package than right. Kendrick is. Right. But to me, Kendrick got way more bars than than Big Sean. Oh yeah, for sure. Kendrick got way more bars than niggas behind bars. <laughs> Kendrick got mad bars. Like now, Drake. See, people keep sleeping on Drake, and I don't understand. I don't understand why y'all niggas do that. Like. Y'all forget this nigga Drake had bars. They say he's too emotional, bro. They say N- they he's think too he's beige. too pop. Right. But the thing is, so what if the nigga went pop? The nigga still got bars. He's not getting challenged by anybody. Like, <laughs> like that's really what it is. He's not right. getting challenged. So why do he? Why does he need to like? He can go the whole yo. I'm gonna drop this shit and it's gonna. He has tracks on. Fucking uh, more life that can be elevator music. Do you know what that yeah. means, my yeah, nigga? That means awesome. hotels will be playing your shit and paying for it. They but we're gonna get into that. <laughs> um, so yeah, that's that's how I feel. I kind of feel like those bars are more directed towards Drake. Is but... Kendrick gonna have a good album? Is really the question. His album comes out he next week. A, he threw a date out. Yeah, April seventh, which is next week, Friday, a day before balls in the barbershop. Yo, get ready, New York City, get ready. Ooh, get Facts. ready, New York City. Whoa, that shit should be lit. Really gonna be turning shit up. Yeah, <laughs> that should be fun, bro. Kendrick, I just hope you give us a good album because um, you went into your phase where you dropped the last album, which was to me was a classic, but that album was super dark, super, especially the song about uh. Black of the Berry, my God, boy, where the first two verses was about uh, a nigga, and then the last verse was a white supremacy verse. I was like, yo, like he he really did his fucking thing on that record. He turned a lot of people off because mm. people was like, yo, this is, for a lot of people, it was way too political. What's good, Sid? If you don't mind, share the episode. Yo, Cash, share the episode, bro. Um, Cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> so do we feel like... So you saying you like the beef for the culture? Yeah, I've always liked the beef for the culture. I mean, <laughs> I, we I, know you like beef. No filter. I've, I've always liked the beef. You've always loved beef. Leon Marin, I've always liked beef. <laughs> I always like beef. You always like meat in your mouth. I feel right, you. I know that. Right, right, right. Right, right. Uh-huh. Niggas trying to cover it up. I said it. <laughs> what? I wasn't even paying attention to this nigga, so. Mm. I wasn't paying attention to this nigga. Right. I'm a vegetarian. You say something. All right. Nigga, you eat ass. Woo! <laughs> Woo! Woo! I'm an eating ass bitch. Woo! Woo! <laughs> I don't know. I don't know whose man's that is. That's not my man's. That's your man's? <laughs> Tag him in. So, all right. Talking about beef, Casanova. He had his interview. I didn't no. see the interview, so... Wait, wait, wait. You didn't see the interview? I only saw the freestyle. Ladies. I only saw a piece of the freestyle. Yeah, and that nigga was wilding on the free... I was like, what the... Everybody getting shot! I was like, oh... Boom, 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 boom! I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, hey, oh... See? Yo, oh, shit. Casanova was like... I felt like I got shot, my nigga. I was Everybody about to... getting shot! Niggas in the building going in! I ain't want to take his chain! I'm trying to fuck Lil' Kim! I was like, oh, oh whoa, Whoa there. Whoa like, there, Brody. Wait, whoa there. Whoa there, Brody. I'm like, what are you doing? So, 
I mean, a lot of niggas giving him props. I, I fuck with Casanova. I think he's cool. Nah, he's cool. Well, we saw him perform. Yeah. He could really do his thing. He's, he's cool. He's cool. He's crazy. Um, but is that really what we want <laughs> New York hip-hop to represent? Because everybody be like, yo, that's what's New York hip-hop. And I'm like, is that what we want to consider New York <laughs> no, hip-hop? Nigga. Niggas getting shot on the corner? Like, is no. that is that what we're saying are bars? Because everybody coming at Drake... Talking about his album was was soft, even though it's number it's one. It's numbers right now. It's number it's one. We're going to get into right. the numbers in a minute. Yeah, but what is his numbers? Because I, I don't know how much. The last time I heard, he was crossing gold. This which nigga. Means he's on his way this to nigga has. <laughs> this so, nigga is sold in terms of units 384 million already. Oh, shit. Streams at, like in units oh, and, can, and complete like units. albums? Because he, he hasn't released, I don't think he released a physical it's copy yet. Streaming. It's all streaming Damn. right now. Damn, just off of that. Is, is, has it been a week yet? I don't know. I, I think, think it's like a week and a half. It's about to be a week, I think, tomorrow. Not it's a week and a half. It's a week and a half. About to be two weeks on yeah, Saturday. Two weeks. Damn. Yo, shout out to fucking Drake. God damn, damn nigga. You are you a problem, bro. That's some next shit. You're a problem, bro. 38.5. The... $384 million. Oh, nah, that's insane. His net worth is going up right now, again. He shattered his 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 last record, which was for views. So nobody's seeing this nigga right now. And we're talking about country. Right. We're talking about pop. Yeah, that's true. Like, number over, one, over everybody. Number, number one, one album in the, in the country, right. my nigga. So, but... The world. I say, that shit right. like, whoa. <laughs> like, that nigga that's on something new. Like, whoa. <laughs> um... Because yeah, I'm really interested because a lot of niggas make it seem like you got to talk about sex, drugs, and guns to be popping. And I don't understand why that, I, that's I really, the... I really think to be popping, if you're going to be a, a new hip-hop rapper now or you're a rapper that's on the scene, you have to have bars. Like, we, we understand that you got to have the swag. Shout out to, you know, niggas like D-Flow and XAB, who I feel like I was going through a transition with trying to properly brand my shit. And y'all niggas got me, got me over 140 fucking likes on the grand. Shout out to y'all. Shit must be working. I took some good advice from some good teachers. But anyway, I feel like you gotta have the whole package. You gotta have bars. You gotta have the look. You gotta have the right team. And you gotta have I, 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 niggas might look at me crazy. You gotta have the right niggas lying to you in your ear because niggas could be lying to you at a time where you feel like you the shit, but they gotta lie to you in order for you to feel like the shit. Because if they t- really tell you the truth, you might lose momentum. You might start to feel like. I can't write the way I want to write, even though how, how, how you were writing was good, but your niggas was lying to you because they knew you had to make those records in order to get those numbers. So who knows? I'm not saying it is, but maybe a lot of rappers that actually go and freestyle for Funk Master Flex, the team is lying. The team is like, yo, da-da-da, I say this, and it's like, it looks like it's good, but then you see them comments on YouTube, niggas is lying, they act like, yo, this shit is trash. Well, I mean, that brings a good point. Like, what, I know, I know for me, I'd rather... <laughs> right. A nigga tell me, see, this is my this is my belief. I yeah. feel like niggas who and, and me and Flo spoke about this the other day too. I feel like niggas who can take criticism mm-hmm. are the niggas who go far. Yeah, the niggas who, but it sounds simple, but it's not because a lot yeah, of niggas, yeah, yeah. It's a lot of ego, involved. a lot of yeah. niggas will. You tell them, yo, like we see this every day with 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 kids that we 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 speak to and whatnot. Yeah, 
We tell them, yo, you should probably switch this up. Nah, I said it that way because it's like, no, nigga, it sounds bad, nigga. Right. <laughs> that, that's it. It just sounds bad. Put the gavel down, nigga. Like, I'm trying to help you. Help you, nigga. I'm trying to help you. Help. <laughs> help me, nigga. Like, help. Nigga, you're offbeat, nigga. You're just offbeat. You're offbeat, nigga. You're offbeat. You're offbeat. Right. And the niggas be trying to come up with every excuse. Like, Nah, I'm not offbeat. It's just, I, I heard myself at that right, moment. Right, nigga, nigga, what? You know, you the headphones is a little bit, you know, the, shaky. I'm going to try it again. And then a nigga do 40 other takes and it's what? like, my and nigga. Point, you know what, bro? I'm going to email you this shit. I'm going to email you this shit. Let you practice this shit. And then we're going to get back to it. Like, niggas who can't take criticism are the ones that I feel really be fucking shit up. Mm-hmm. So they don't go far because they, they they have that f- ego shit where it's like a nigga be like, yo, try and do it this way. Try and say it that way. And they like, nah, nigga. So I don't know about the lying shit, but there's a lot of niggas that, that do lie and they lie to their teammates all day, bro. And them niggas be like, niggas lie about the dumbest shit. Yes, sir. I was at the party. I death smashed shorty. Like you, you didn't smash your nigga. nigga. Tell me my shit is not sounding good. <laughs> right, right. Save me. Nigga. Tell me, tell me that I'm not only off beat. Tell me that the bar that I thought was ill don't make no sense. Tell me the truth. Yeah, tell me the truth. <laughs> Question me. Right. I've definitely what? had D flow tell me yo D uh, that don't make no sense. I've definitely heard that <laughs> once or twice. I'm like damn, like I thought that shit was fine. He's like nah, nah, that don't make no sense, bro. Yo, write it over. I think one time D flow gave me a fucking ball. Like yo, say say this shit, nigga. <laughs> For for uh fucking inception, say this, bro. Son, you shit you got to, son. If your team really care about you, they really fucking with with how your shit you comes can. out. They don't want you to lose. I I you I don't want you on their team, nigga. I'm <laughs> not gonna sit there and be like, That's what I'm right? Yo, this nigga won't put this this trash artwork out, and right. I'm gonna just let him. Right. I'm gonna just do that. <laughs> I'm gonna tell a nigga, yo. Right. Right. Your shit don't look right to right. me. If I'm, you still do right, it, right. that's on you, nigga. I'm not gonna say who created it. But when I dropped the artwork for Savage, X was like, that's just trash, bro. I don't, I don't fuck with Super like, trash damn. to me, bro. I was like, damn, bro. He's like, yo, the track is fire. <laughs> the artwork don't match up with it. I was like, damn. Bro. I don't like that. I, like, right, I ain't like that shit. I was like, damn. Mm. We gonna work on that. Thank you for doing it for me. You know who you are. Thank yeah, you, you know who you are. Thank I don't know who you are, but <laughs> you know who you are. Thank you. Um, <laughs> shit. I don't know who you are. Uh, yeah, so we been feeling <laughs> to get back into this fucking topic. We was gonna have a guest who oh, yeah. oh, God. is on the promoter side of things, but we'll we'll see if you know they'll be able to visit and join us at another time. They a promoter? Uh, well, that that situation is a promotion situation. Oh, okay. Um, so <laughs> yeah, all right, artists versus promoters part two. We've part been seeing two. a lot Yo, of shit on Facebook. On Facebook, I gotta ante it up because I gotta let them know we talk about their part. <laughs> Shout out to my man King Karma. Yo, come back in the convo, bro. We got you this time. We got you, baby. Shit. My God. Um, first and foremost, as a promoter and an artist, I think it's in our best interest that if you know where the artist is coming from, especially if you've been in an artist's shoes, you gotta stop raping the artist, bro. If you know the artist can't bring 50 people out to a show, stop asking the artist to sell 20 fucking five tickets, bro. Because the artist is most likely going to have to buy those tickets from themselves and then end up giving you the money. I.e., now it's their entrance fee to actually be a part of the showcase. 
And what they do with the tickets are they might not be able to really be able to sell them tickets back. Y'all promoters is raping these young, vibrant artists, these young 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds, feeding them dreams, and it's not really happening. Like, the incentives you give them are fucking bananas. Like, niggas that's in preschool could do these incentives for these artists now. It's like, yo, bro, the game is changing, and you got to really be upfront with these artists and stop taking the money from them. Like, they can't really come up with any other thing other than, yo, yeah, that's going to be hard, but I'm just trying to get my feet wet. And they believe that you're going to help them get their feet wet when you just really raping them. I'm going to keep it a buck. Damn. Niggas is not going to fuck with me. Damn. I really don't care. Damn. <laughs> but some of these incentives are not for niggas who really trying to make it to the big, to the big, big screen. Boom, 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 boom. <laughs> if you telling niggas that you going to do a promo commercial for them as an incentive for them to be part of your shit? You talking to artists that are not trying to go nowhere but to the corner store, my Boy, nigga. Boy, don't run. <laughs> Boy, don't run. Oh, if you talk about photo shoots, and I, we've been there. We've been there. Creative Binds. We definitely um, been Damn. You know, at one point. I, I, I didn't even know you could say those words. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. At one point, we had those same incentives. But yeah, what really we did. didn't know is back then, you know what I mean, we weren't really incentivizing the best talent by doing that because if someone yeah. is already at a certain level... A lot of y'all was whack. That's what I heard. Damn. This nigga, he's wilding. I ain't say all that. Uh, I ain't say all that. All I'm saying is, oh if you already at a certain plateau, me coming to you and being like, you know, you do my show, I'll do a photo shoot for you, you're going to laugh in my face. Tell that shit to Casanova. That nigga going to say, boom, 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 boom. Everybody right? get shot. <laughs> Everybody. Boy, don't run. Uncle, grandmother, <laughs> sister-in-law, nigga. You're not going to A Boogie like, you know what I mean, do my show. I got, I'm going to hit you up with a photo shoot. The nigga's going to be like, I am not an average person. Whatever the fuck that nigga say. He going to be saying all that in your face. So all I'm saying is those type of incentives don't really mean I just put on nothing. I just put on Facebook, uh, tag your favorite promoter. They need to hear us. Damn. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'll just keep it with, in a buck. With the shared video. <laughs> Boy, don't run. Yeah, they, I actually want that. Tag you, I actually want that. Tag the nigga. Tag me. Tag but, distinguished. Right. Yo, tag me. But yeah, so tag I don't me. I don't think those incentives, like, I don't know. What I, are good incentives to helping pushing the brand of that artist? Money. That's, that's all you need. I'm great then. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. In October, we definitely giving a $3,000 situation away. And and I'm not a nigga that's all about money. I'm right. not. Cause, me neither. Because to me, that's not what... You know, makes the world go round. But at the end of the day, if we're talking about money, would definitely make your girl go down, bro. This nigga, money I didn't say make that. The world go round. Mm. Money make a girl. Go... <laughs> this fucking dark skin ass nigga, man. Kind of true though. But but like in terms of like right, like incentivizing an artist. Like to me, this is how the game is supposed to go. Mm. Now I'm gonna just break it down. This is. And not just to me. This is what I've done research on this shit. The game is supposed to go like this. Either a company and or a promoter and or a business, like a, a Milk River or something like that. Shout out to Lonnie. Will 
want to host an event, right? So they'll get fellow promoters to help them out, right? And they'll set certain tickets, Mm -hmm. the prices, and the numbers of people that need to come for them to re-up their money. So if you're a promoter, most likely you're going to a venue, they're giving you some type of of guarantee that you have to do and some type of cover charge. So maybe it's like $2,500 for the venue. Boom. Cool. You pay that down. You put the money. You give the money. You have to get that money back. So how do you get the money back? Right. Now, there's there's several ways you could do that. One is you get a team of promoters. You have them go sell the tickets. They get a percentage of the ticket mm-hmm. along with you as the, the main promoter. Right. You get a percentage of the ticket and then the, the other promoters. Um, and then the rest of the money goes back to your flip, right? So <laughs> it goes like, let's say you tell the promoters like, yo, you sell these tickets, you're going to get 30%. They they take the 30%, mm-hmm. boom, They then the rest of the money goes back to the flip that you're trying to make, right? Boom. Now, where does the artist come in? If we really talking about artists that are going to bring a draw to your establishment. Right, not artists that just started rapping yesterday. Right. If we're talking about, like, big artists or, or middle ground artists. Mm-hmm. Backpackers. You're going to have to pay them. That's right. You have to pay them. Mm. The reason why you're paying them is because their name and likeness will draw extra people. So they're Can you actually, give some examples? So you, if let's say you want to put a, a boogie okay. or a fresher, right? You got to pay these niggas. Southside. Because at the end of the day, you mm-hmm. know that Fresher or A Boogie being at your event is going to make an additional 100 people come out. Let's say the venue hosts 500. You know just having Fresher is going to bring out 100 people. Oh, yeah. So that yeah. Clean. He's going to bring out 100 people. Yeah. So that's why you say, all right, I got to pay you X, Y, and Z, and then you're going to bring 100 people. These promoters are going to guarantee me another... Two fifty. So I'm definitely gonna bring have, get my money back and probably then some. Right now I'm getting my money back. Now I'm making a flip. Now I'm getting some bread in my pocket. That's how it's supposed to go. Mm-hmm. Now what's happening is when you go a step lower than that, well, these promoters need to make that money back. I don't blame you for needing to make that money back. But in order to do that, you need to guarantee that this nigga is gonna bring out twenty people minimum. So how are you guaranteeing that? By making sure that they give you the money for, up front. Because that's really what that is. Them, like, yo, 225 or 300 and then you do my show. Nah, nigga. You, you trying to make sure I guarantee your flip. And that's not how it's really supposed to go. But that's the culture that has been developed because that's the hustle. And it's understandable that promoters feel like they have to do that. But I think it's a little bit of hustling backwards because if you're really trying to make that major flip, then you need to be at least vetting the artist that you want. You want this artist on the bill because you know that person is either one or two things. They're either super talented or they got a big draw behind them. That should be the only reason you're booking an artist to do your event. Not because you want that nigga to, to help you make your flip back. Because then you don't, you don't, you're taking a risk. You're going to get some nigga who don't know what the fuck he's doing and or you're going to in my opinion, be fucking up the culture. Because I don't think the culture is supposed to go like that. My opinion. Right, man. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, I just reshared the video like four more times. I, I, I'm randomly now. I just got inspired by XAB. I'm looking for artists. I don't care who you are. Bars in the barbershop is going to be a really big situation in New York. 
Uh, if you can prove to me that you can bring people out, I'll pay you a cold $1,000 in cash. Fuck what you heard. Info at ballsinthebarbershop.com. Ready, set, go. Go. This nigga. <laughs> that, you heard it first. Dad has some bow ties. This nigga be on some different shit, <laughs> right, man. Right, right. What's up? Bring him out. Bring him out. Bring him out. Right. It's hard to yell with the dick in your mouth. Bring him out. So what? what's your take, bro? I mean, because you come from both... Um, I don't, I don't know, bro. Uh, you come from both sides of the spectrum. I'm just coming from an artist's perspective and, and the research that I've done and right. the shows that I've seen that are successful and things like that. I, I'm not going to... Well, this is not bragging, but I had a situation where um, I had a slam. I'm not going to say which slam. And I reached out to one of my good mentors, Chance. Shout out to Chance. And um, I was asking Chance. I was like, yo, I need somebody to be a feature for one of my shows. And he was like, yo... Um, the feature that you want uh, needs to be somebody that has a household name. And I was like, all right, cool. Well, how do I, you know, go about finding that household name? He was like, well, do your research. So I was researching and then I thought about it. I was like, yo, I remember this dude that used to really rock out at the New York Compose Cafe. And he was dope as fuck. And uh, he actually had did some, uh, did some work at John Jay. And I was like, yo, I want to reach out to this particular person. And he said, great, he's going to cost $500. So I was like, I can't pay him $500, mm. but I'll give him $300. And I ended up paying him $300. And that was, that was when I knew my mindset was different because I was like, I've never paid anybody to perform for me or any of my shows that much money, but I was willing to do it because he was willing to, uh, to not only take the money, but he was willing to sell tickets. Mm. And, he, and he ended up selling tickets, bringing out more people. Mm. So I was like, yo, this worked out because I got my money back mm. twice. So... On the business, and it worked out for me, so I figured it out. So now what I'm doing now, for any artist that's interested, anybody that I feel like has a following or has some crust within whatever said community that they're in, I'll pay you whatever you think you're worth. If you think you're worth $500 and you know you could bring the people out, I'll, I'll pay you $500. That's always been my mindset. My mindset has always been... Pay what you're worth. You tell me what you're worth, right. and I'll tell you if I could pay. Right, I'll tell you if I could pay. And if I can't, then I can't. And if I can't, I can't. Like... You, if you tell me that you five hundred, mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a look. I'm a make my assessment and see if it's worth five hundred, and then I'm gonna pay you five hundred. Mm-hmm. Like that's what you worth. That's what you worth. You worth. Right, right. You know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hem and haul with you about it. You know, like if you guaranteeing me like you're gonna bring fifty people to my event, right? Why am I not paying you? Like the problem is though, we have artists that think that they should be paid off rip. We have artists that don't back up right. what the fuck they're right. supposed to be doing. Exactly. Exactly. You we got- have artists paying for followers to look like they got oh, 10K man. Oh, man. behind them Damn. and really they can't bring five niggas to a show. We got artists that talking about like they music hot fire. Expose them. And they singing over their own tracks. Damn. That shirt not even yours, Billy. That's your brother's. I mean, listen, we, we got it out there. Keep it funky. It's real shit. So I can see why some of the promoters have, feel like they got to guarantee they shit. I just think that it, the, the, the piece that's missing, though, is you shouldn't be fucking with those type of artists in the first place. If you're trying to get a good show together, you should be fucking with artists that you know do one or two things. Give a damn good performance right. that is going to entertain everybody there. Right. Or can bring people out and, and make your money back. Question, who needs who more, bro? Mm. This, this also goes for you. 
who needs who more, the artist or the promoter? Because the artist is really not the one calling the venue. I think in most cases, the artist needs the promoter more, which is why the promoter has more ability to abuse the artist. Mm. It depends on the artist, too. Right. The, and this is on the lower end of the Because yeah, yeah, when, yeah, you, yeah, get yeah, bigger, when you get bigger, the promoter needs you. The, the, promoter, yeah, the promoter needs will you. will reach out to you. Right? That's true. The promoter will say, I got the venue. I got a, a good deal. I just need you. To right. help me fill seats and, and people to buy drinks. Right, because that's what it is. You right. tell niggas, like, I went to the joint with Bernie's Burgos. Right. I went there for Bernie's Burgos. Oh. I didn't go there for Milk River. I asked, boy. I saw <laughs> videos today. Boy. I said, I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay my way and get get in there. I'm going to pay $20 to go to Milk River. Oh, it was only $20? Only 20 Oh, wow. Pay my 20 That's lowballing. Go to Milk River right. to see Bernie's Burgos. You spoke to him? I got the, you know... A little wink, wink and a smile. Damn. But. That's not good enough. Nah, it wasn't good enough. It wasn't good enough. <laughs> you need a conversation. It was the way it was set up, though. Like, the way they had it set up. Right. You couldn't really get to her past, like, a certain point. I oh. didn't know it was going to be like that. Okay. So I was like, oh, ah. it was going to be more like personal. Like, every, like so- I'm used to being personal with artists well, now. Well, we was so- personal with the thing. We, we could have spoke to him if we wanted to. We, I'm been yeah. going to shit like that, yeah. so I'm my mind set is different. I'm thinking it's going to be some shit where I could walk up to. Yeah. I keep forgetting we, that we it's was New York. LA, you know, what I mean, LA was dope. I've been a mad, <laughs> mad like my life different now. So right. it's just like that. That hair different. Oh shit! Who's Kame? that? Hey Jordan, how you doing, boo? Um, but yeah, man, my hair wilding right yeah. now. Um, but it was, it was, yeah, my mindset was in a different place. I was like, oh, we're gonna be able to walk up. I forgot. <laughs> Got up there, I was like, damn, this shit is not what yeah, I thought it was going to be. All right, cool, no problem. Um, but yeah, so definitely, I think on a lev- on a lower level of the spectrum, artists need the promoter more. Mm. But once you get to a bigger stage, one, I think you should be putting on your own shows. How do artists get to a level where they put on their own shows if they still got to beg people to sell 10, uh, ten tickets? That means you're not ready to put on your own show. How how do artists get out of the asking people to buy tickets and actually having people say, hey, I mean, can I buy two, a ticket? There's, there's, there's different ways you could do it. I mean, you can link up with other promoters. You could be the one who wants to headline a show. You could link up with other promoters and have the promoters, you know, like do a deal with you. Artists, we dropping jewels right now. I really hope y'all taking notes. Like link with link with a promoter. Mm-hmm. See how much he say he could bring out. All right, you bring this out, you get this percentage of the tickets that you sell. I like that. Like that's pretty much how I see it, um, and and from then on, you just you do what you do. Now you should also be able to draw some people out yourself. Like right. you can't just put it all on the promoters; otherwise, it's their show. Right? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? So you got to be able to hold some type of weight. Either you put all the money down, and now you pay these promoters. I like and that. And now they making that flip for you. And artists, the way you get your money back, because we live in a brand new day and age. When you're doing your own show, your own show really, 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 really means your own show. Your own set. Um, if you got a band, your own band, your camera person, your cinematographer, somebody at the table holding down your merch. Like, you got to go all out. Like, we don't live in that world anymore where niggas is just on stage either rapping or singing or dancing. You got to come with a full package. Like, when you see people like XAB perform, when he's on stage doing this thing... If he ain't got a money bag, he got two girls that's securing the money bag. He got people dancing in the background. He got people walking around with signs. He got women wearing shirts. You have to come with the extreme 
triple package. You can't be on some regular, oh, I'm performing on stage anymore shit. That shit ain't cutting it no more. Like, real shit is not. You gotta, <laughs> I, I, I mean, I really feel like you gotta, you gotta fucking entertain your crowd. You got to. You gotta give them an experience. It's not just a show anymore. If you put on your <laughs> own show, you really saying you at this point that you that nigga. Right. Whether it's a small setting or, or not, a big right. setting. Like, whether it's the Delancey or if it's SOBs. Right. Or if it's Club Amazur, which you've already done. Right. Right. Where it's 500 <laughs> niggas staring right. at you. like Looking at you. Like, like what you gonna do? What are you gonna do, right. my nigga? <laughs> right. I just seen it all, nigga. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're gonna do those things, right. you really putting your, your stake that I'm performing, I'm gonna really make y'all niggas get entertained. Mm. Jordan, share the episode. Stop staring at me and just share the episode. <laughs> <laughs> But um, but how how do we fix it? Like I know we was talking on the phone. Like, what solutions can we mesh and be like, yo, the artist can do this, the promoter can do this, so that way we don't see what we've been seeing on social media because social media is just crazy. yo, social media been wild this week. Messy, bro. God I think man. one is egos need to go to bed. Okay, like, like that's the first thing. Like okay. artists, you got to understand what your worth is, but like understand what it is. Don't super size the shit. Yeah, I could bring out 100 people knowing damn well the last show you did, you only was able to bring out 10. Damn. You can't bring out 100 people yet Boy. on a consistent basis. Boy. Right? But on the other side, side of it, promoters, stop stop putting expectations that you know artists can't, can't reach. You're going to tell niggas to sell 25 tickets. Thank you guys for watching. And then say after you sell 25 tickets, then you can make your money back. Nobody making any money. If they make, if they selling 25... <laughs> Most likely, that's it. They didn't tapped that, out. Right, right. They they sources. You know what it is too. I feel like, I feel like we're not using all of our resources, bro. If you're an artist and you're on multiple platforms of social media and all of that, I'm on Tumblr. A lot of people probably not on Tumblr. I get people writing me on Tumblr about shows. Mm. I I would have never known that if I wasn't on Tumblr. I'm on Pinterest. I'm on Periscope. Uh, I'm not on YouTube like that, but I'm on YouTube. But I'm not on YouTube interacting. I'm on Google Plus interacting, though. Um, I'm on uh, Instagram. I'm on Facebook. I'm not on Snapchat like how I think I need to be, but I'm on that. What I'm saying is if you're on all of these platforms, don't just limit yourself. I, I hate all the time when I hear artists say, oh, you can only reach me on uh, Instagram or you can only reach me on Facebook. Or you go to their profile and it says, uh, this is my only profile. Like, yo, you're limiting your audience. To well, me. The reason why niggas do that is because that's probably their most popping social media and they want you to go to that. I get that. But at the same time, you never know who you might be able to come oh, I don't across. think it's a good. I don't think it's a good. Uh, right. Like, you practice. never know. Like, I literally sometimes friend people, bro, just to network with them. I'd be like, hey, what's going on? Y'all saw this dope. Though. Like, I can make jokes on social media that I probably can't even make in real life to these people because they're not going to look at it as a joke. They're going to be like, this nigga's bugging the fuck out. But I can make it on social media, make it into a little joke, or be like, yo, this thing reminds me of what you're doing. Hey, can we talk about possibly collaborating? Shout out to everybody that I've done that with on social media, and they're now sponsors for Balls in the Barbershop. Mm. Shout out to y'all. I got some real people that got like 5,000, 10,000 followers. I don't know them, but they're coming to Balls in the Barbershop. Why? They believe in what I said online. Bars in the barbershop sound like it's gonna be gonna be a lit, bro. Yeah, lit situation. D, D Flo don't even know that he a part of the budget yet. He, he don't know yet. But yeah. he, he a part of it. We gonna be working. We, we, this yeah, nigga always gotta touch a nigga. Why are you touching this nigga, man? I love him. Mm. I love him. Tiff, I love Flo. 
I don't know what that's supposed to mean. I don't know what that's supposed to. Low battery. How is it at low base? I made the phone go low battery. Close. Oh, God. It's probably because it was already at low battery. Um, but it's still charging, I think. Um, all right, fuck it. Yeah, we already gave y'all solutions. Moving right along. So, yo, <laughs> yo, these niggas really be getting me tight, son. So we on Facebook, right? And I'm sure all of you have seen this. All of the shares, and I've seen it shared a billion times. Fourteen black young young women are found in a container in Savannah, Georgia. Stop with the fake news, niggas. Oh, it was fake? That was not a real story. Dang, so I got wobbled on that. Everybody did it. Besides me, I looked at the shit and I was like, something don't seem right about it. I actually didn't, bro. Everybody was going crazy on the media like they usually do, overreacting, talking about, you know what I mean, the media don't care about black people, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, I mean, let they me... Don't. They, they don't. They don't. But normally something of that capacity would have hit right. something. Right. It would have hit something. Right. So I'm like, I right. would definitely. Uh, somebody said it's not real news if it doesn't hit uh, CNN and BCC, BBC. I mean, part of that is national. That's national news. It is. I. I you know, we all know the media picks and chooses what that's they true. want us to see. That's true. Right now, Trump is the Yo, top thing because that nigga's definitely he trends everywhere bro. that nigga's definitely attached to Russia I don't care what nobody tell me Word. he ain't even a nigga he a cracker that's but it's crazy. not gonna come out until the nigga's terms are over the term is over it's true like, that's that's what, real truth not gonna come that's, out that's right. when they gonna tell us like what really happened damn son cause I think it's way too scary for niggas to know <laughs> right real, now real real that <laughs> Russia it has potentially infiltrated our shit and Ru- Russia probably got a missile pointed at us right now we don't even know it <laughs> so shit. Um, but it it wasn't a real story. I went and because you you said you wanted to talk about it today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I went to look it up and multiple sources was like, this is a fake story. Wow. Um Where did the original source come from? Basically someone just created that. Wait, y'all creating fake stories like we create fucking memes? It was a it this was shit is not funny. It, they made it look like a news report and it was like, but if you read it, you could tell that it wasn't it wasn't real. It was like, this is crazy, da-da-da-da-da. And what's crazy is a lot of my friends, yo, shout out to Yahoo for being so concerned about human harvesting and, you know, body parts being sold. But, yo, if that shit was really real, like we, like, trying to say now, that shit would have really been on every single network. That would have been everywhere. It would have. It would have. The, the outcry We on were going for the truth on social media, though, bro. The outcry on social media would have been enough to make niggas talk about it. Like, because it was shared so much. But, like, let's talk about the real shit. There is human trafficking going oh, on. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Without a shadow of a doubt. Without a shadow of a doubt. That sound like a fucking wrestler. Without a shadow of a doubt, The Rock. Right. Our <laughs> young women and young men are going missing. They are. They are. And this is why it is very important for us to really be instilling certain values in our youth. Because what happens... My friend told me a story where a shorty was on a plane. I don't remember who told me, but a shorty was on a plane mm-hmm. and like the the uh flight attendant asked her if she was okay. And the girl was like, "Yeah, I'm okay." And then the flight attendant was like, "Okay, um well listen, the bathroom's open." 
And the girl understood what she said. And in the bathroom, there was a note that was like, if you're not okay, write no. So the girl went, she went to the bathroom, she wrote no. And then when the flight attendant went back, she read it and basically was like, found out that the girl was being kidnapped. And that plane was going to another country. So if they would have left, that would have been the last time you would have saw that girl. So she was getting human trafficked. Now, this some real shit. Wow. That's some Yo, real that's shit. some next... I don't even know what to say about that. That's some real shit. I was like, Whoa. damn, son. Like, this some real shit. On a fucking plane, bro? Yo. You think you, like, really sitting beside a passenger, and that mother... That person is not a passenger. That person don't even belong on a plane. Niggas is just taking niggas. Like, nah. You gonna be sucking and fucking dick for the rest of your life. But... How do people get kidnapped, bro? Like, we live in a world where your phone... I just read an article in the Daily News. Uh, our phones, well, I've, I knew this for years, but the CIA and the FBI could really tap into your phone if they wanted to and really look at all the information that you're doing. And I also just found out that uh, some company uh, uh, sold their uh, sold their rights to view everybody's history. Oh, no, no, no. It wasn't a company. Oh. The government oh. rolled back an Obama administration law oh, that made it so that companies could not just take your information from Facebook and you web browsing right, right. and start to advertise stuff to you. So now it's legal for them to do that without your permission. That's how I be getting dumb shit sometimes. Facebook man. does it. No, Facebook, Fa- Facebook been doing it for a while. Because Facebook in its, in its bylaws, when you click accept, tells you that they're going to do that. Right. But... Most, most niggas aren't yeah, reading most that. Most niggas not reading that. However, maybe a couple of years ago, like if you were to go on certain sites, it, they would ask you, "Are they allowed to give you information?" Without you ex- putting yes, they can't do that. So now the new law says that they can do that. They can basically hack your computer, see what you like, and then start advertising shit to you. Yo, it's fair game now. It's a wrap. It's over. Yeah, it's over. And, uh, and of course, nobody's safe. Nobody's safe. No, I, as, no, none of us. This shit not even app? safe. Facts. They're going to find out what we like after doing this shit, and then they're going to start to advertise you brand new apps. That's why this nigga Drake talking about here clicks on the iPhone. Like, Damn, I, every bro. big nigga has to be getting their phone hacked. Yeah, Drake definitely probably can't have certain conversations on his phone. That's like, a, a regular conversation. Like, us. Like, we could talk about some crazy shit. We, we could talk about some crazy right, shit we, right now, right, for now. Yeah, for now. We're not thinking about it, but we don't know what's going to happen when this shit blow up. Yo, yeah. shout out to everybody watching. Make sure y'all are please sharing the episode. We're going to have to get new phones, new everything. I might not even have a phone. New number. Who this? I'm going um, to say that. I'm going to say that shit every day. <laughs> I'm having a new number every day. Yo, who this? <laughs> I'm trying to move like cotton mouth. That's all I'm saying. I'm trying to be like that nigga. Besides dying. I ain't trying to I do that part. I just got through the first season, bro. Oh, word? Okay. Nah. Fine. Tell me that nigga cotton mouth wasn't lit, son. Shout out to my man Gigante. He kept calling me cotton mouth for like a month after that shit. He's like, you remind me of a cotton mouth, nigga. I was like, but you white. You can't even say that word. I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck, I'll fuck you up, white boy. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that shit is... So you said how do people get kidnapped? Yeah, I mean, like, how does that happen? It's like a bunch of different ways... Like, obviously, there's the... Walking home from school. The, yeah, the 90s. Staying at the bus stop. You know, take a kid or whatever. You need a ride. Then you got you got these girls who voluntarily go into the, the sex trafficking field. They, oh. like, back page. 
Yo, um, back, wow. Yo, back page. I've been to back page once, and I was like, yo, I didn't knew two people on that shit. I don't even want to talk about the people I knew that were on back page. Yo! I, I knew. I knew about. Nah, I, I can't even say what I was gonna say because I would. Yo! I would have to plead the fifth if some shit went down. Yo, yum, yum. Yeah, uh, barbecue sauce. <laughs> yeah, but back page is wild, bro. Like that shit, some next shit. But um, <laughs> but yeah, like they need the money, so they go into that. But you could be a stripper. You meet a pimp, and then that nigga is like, yo, get get these tricks. Yeah. <laughs> or like now you, yo, your client is in Georgia, nigga. You want these five racks? Go to Georgia real quick. Yeah. You don't come back. <laughs> yeah, you don't come back. Because he got paid off very well. He probably got hit off with 10 racks. Then you got niggas. But that shit really be happening, like, overseas. Yo, what's good, Marv? Wait, that's all you can say? Wait, that's the first thing that came to your mind, Marv? I like X haircut. Bro. <laughs> Bro. Bro. You're not nice. You're rude. <laughs> <This> nigga, <laughs> we appreciate you, my G. Bro, um, man, he didn't compliment me, nigga. Mm, complimented that's you. why you mad. That's why you mad. <laughs> that's why he really mad. Saltine you're ass nigga. Nice. You're rude. Salty, son. You need to hold um, a kinda. <laughs> but yeah, but it happens a lot when niggas go overseas, though. Go, go vacationing, and these niggas know you can't speak the language. They taking your ass, right, nigga. That's why I'm skeptical, son. Yeah, I'm son, I'm real skeptical. scared about that, son. Word. Like, I'm about to, if I go overseas to a country that don't speak English, I'm going to have the phone out. Like, yeah, like, <laughs> speak <laughs> into this shit. Speak right here. Uh, they translate. Oh, that's what translate. Right. Nigga, I want to take your heart. Oh, <laughs> fuck, I got to oh, shoot, shoot you now. Hey, <laughs> shit, it ain't happening. <laughs> Not today, oh, nigga. No. Not today. Then you start, uh, then you start no, hearing... No, no. <laughs> then you start hearing the teacup sound and shit like, oh fuck, the sunken places. Uh, yeah, no, fuck that. <laughs> the hostile uh, movie. Yo, bruh. I'm not with it. Bruh. So you you wanted to talk about the Dave Chappelle joint? I didn't see the shit. I, I didn't see the Dave Chappelle thing. What I kept seeing though is that Dave Chappelle made jokes, and I don't know where we come up with these standards. Dave Chappelle made jokes that's talking about things that are happening right now in modern day society. So he's not really talking about things that uh, were happening uh, previously when mm. he was doing the Dave Chappelle show on Comedy Central. But Dave Chappelle had an interview with somebody and he told them that um, uh, he said uh, Peel and Key stole his entire thing. He did. What? Wow. Yeah, he said, and he said when it, he... And he said it in the comedy. I watched the first, right. the first one, the first special. Oh, the first mm. special. There's three parts. Right. Special. Some people say he sounded salty. Did he sound salty when he, he said didn't it? He sound salty. He was just like... He sounded bitter to me though. He didn't sound bitter to me. He just said the truth. He's like, I'm sitting here watching Key and Pete do my show. Right. Damn. He sounded bitter, though, because I felt like for you to say that, did you have that conversation with them directly? No, I just think he meant they weren't being original. Yeah, That's but... I think he meant by yeah, that. yeah, yeah. But, but at the same time, like, I look at it as, damn, like, uh, there was two there was two comedians I was going back and forth. I think it was... Was it Cat Williams and and Kevin Hart? Somebody they was going back on. No, it was it was Kevin Hart and fucking uh, uh, uh Mike, Epps. Mike Epps, and they were going. But that that that, that was type real. When we looked at those brothers going back and forth, cracking jokes on each other, we was like, okay, this my this is good for the culture, i.e. the comedy culture. But now we got Dave Chappelle coming at Key and uh Key and Peele, and it's like some people said that he's bitter because. He walked away from 10 mil, and even though he got it right back, 
Why would you be in a different space, a different position where you're getting the money that you turned down years ago and you see these brothers, they got a brand new come up which is similar to yours and they're in their own space. Why would you now have to go back and say they stole your thing? To me, that sounds bitter, bro. Dave, you're bigger than all, like most of these comedians. You've done things that most of these comedians will never do. Like you're like number two towards where uh, Richard Pryor is, R.I.P. Richard Pryor was doing shit beyond his time. Shout out to Paul Mooney who was writing all the jokes. But Dave Chappelle to me sounded like he didn't, like he never let that go when Comedy Central was like, you know what? We're not feeling what you want to do. Um, and then 10 years later, or however much later, uh, Key and Peel are now doing what you should be happy for the motherfuckers, bro. You I should be happy. Like, I don't honestly, know. I'm kind of I'm kind of back and forth about it, honestly. Yeah, I'm 50-50 on it because I'm just like Matt, what up? Yo, hooks, what up? Balls in the barbershop, what up? Yeah, I'm kind of back and forth about it because I'm like, are you back and forth though? Like seeing somebody do what you wanted to do, but I don't think I don't, like a, I don't feel like a proud dad who never got a chance. But to I do don't it. think that that's where he was coming from. I think he, he did it though, bro. It's not like Chappelle didn't have three, four seasons doing it. He, I, I love the Key and P show. The reason why some people I said it's it, not funny though. To me, it's, it's not that it's, funny. It's, oh wow, it's hit, hit, hit and miss. Oh wow, but damn. The reason why I think Chappelle said yeah. what he says Your phone said Tom. <laughs> yeah, I got that Your shit. Your phone bitch. Mm. <laughs> the reason why he said it was just because simply like, he was just like, yo, like, the, the, first of all, it's Comedy Central who does it. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's another reason. He was like, all you guys did was give my whole act to someone else. Mm. That's why I think he said it. Because the Key and P show, although it's great, it's still just like the Dave Chappelle show. They literally walk on stage, talk about what scene they did, and then show the scene. Oh, I never... Okay, so anytime I've watched... Okay, so maybe so maybe it's me. Anytime I've watched the, 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 the Key and Peele show, I've always watched it on YouTube, but I've never seen them actually That's come It's out. different, yeah. Oh, okay. YouTube, they show the, the episodes. The scenes. Oh, okay. My, my apologies. My apologies. Yeah, you okay. Okay. They literally walk out just and like Dave he did. Dave definitely did do that. He did that. But yeah, Dave was way funnier when he did it. Way funny. He was cracking jokes while he's about to show the episode. Right. <laughs> and you know, they do it, but to me it's just it's not as funny. Like to me, they're trying. They're hey. trying to be funny, in my opinion. Like if it fit you can feel like they try, especially um, I don't know which one is what I'm mean, a key. Kill. Whatever the fuck. Okay, kill, is. okay. Keegan, the did, um, is the light skin one? Get, get out. Get out. We yeah. all sounded fucked up right yeah, now. That's all, that's um, but we but but we supported your movie, so don't don't kill us. We definitely supported I'm not, I'm not knocking their hustle. I'm just nah, I'm not. They got I'm some. Just some why they yeah, got some they got some good They material. got some good. Some joints be right. having me dying, and, yeah. and Get Out was definitely fire. I'm not right. knocking that. Yeah. But it is the same, you know, whether it was their idea to do it that way or if it I'm was Comedy Central's. I dare to do that. You know, it is in a situation where niggas is doing the same shit. I think what happened was Comedy Central was salty. Chappelle did walk away from that deal. He could have continued doing what he was doing. And said, we need something else I like mean, this. And Keegan was like, yo, we got a show just like Dave Chappelle. And they jumped on the opportunity the minute it was presented to them. Because they know people like that shit. Like, Keegan, to me, is not that funny. He always looked like... Like, when he does the whole... The best... The best example is when he does. He was doing the whole like translator for Obama. Yo, that, that shit was hilarious. It was somewhat funny, but he was trying too hard. Nah, that shit son. was funny, bro. Nah, especially at the. It was it was a dinner they did. Yeah, it was a and dinner. a nigga was doing it. It was a real live thing. It was that yeah. Was Obama was there fuck. and he did it, and I was like, 
is only funny because of of the reality of the situation that he was actually allowed to do that. But for me, it's just he was trying too hard. Like, like, bro, you don't gotta be that. You don't gotta OD like that to be funny. Like, you're funny. You're funny. My issue with Keenan Peel personally is just that they aren't stand up comedians. Right. Like how Dave Chappelle's a stand up. Mm. They're they're comedians, but they're, they're a sketch type of comedians. They're sketch they're comedians. Actor comedians. Like sketch. I'm looking for a word for a sketch. They're acting. Mm. Dave Chappelle actually will tell a joke. Yeah, that's true. You feel me? Like that's the difference. Right, because Dave Chappelle's not an actor. He's, he's not, a comedian. He's, not, he's an actual comedian. Yeah, he's he a comedian. He's really well. funny. Yeah, he's funny as fuck. You feel me? So like, there's a different, there's different type of comedy. I mean, I didn't see it, but the thing that I saw, um, in terms of the reviews, and I don't know if he got a lot of bad reviews or whatnot, but one thing I saw it looks mixed was um this review about he must have made some transgender jokes. He mm. Made some gay and transgender jokes, and he, that's what's going he on. Subliminally, this white people all night. Oh Damn. shit! I ain't even gonna front it. He t- it was funny, but if you read between the lines, he was trashing them though. Mm. Well, to in, face. in the world of comedy, for people who don't know that genre and that style of comedy that he uses, is called dark comedy. When you're making inappropriate jokes, like I do sometimes, and it's not really supposed to be funny because it's not funny, but you laugh because a part of you is like, "Damn." This shit is tight funny. And then the other part of you was like, damn, that's fucked up. But I don't know why I'm laughing, but I'm going to just laugh because I don't know what else to do right now. I mean, what it what it's supposed to do, dark comedy is supposed to expose the truths and realities of our society at the moment. And so, like... Chris Rock, we doing the same shit. I mean, someone put that, um, you know, like the transgender jokes were like, you know, not this time. It, it may have rocked when he first came out. But it is not something that you, society is willing to accept. Those now. must have been the people that just made their transition, bro. That's what the I, fuck that I don't was. know who I was. Shout out to y'all. Now. But I feel like comedians get the pass. Like if you're a comedian, yeah, you you're you're gonna thing. make certain jokes to touch the people that believe certain things in a certain way, and also to bring the truth of the reality of how others feel to the forefront. That's your job as a comedian. That's not here, though. Do comedians take it too far? Was a question that somebody asked on Facebook like uh, like two weeks ago. Like, I didn't see I that think, question. I don't think so. I feel like X said it right. I feel like as a comedian... So gotta, is there no joke that cannot necessarily be a joke? If it's not a joke. There's if, some shit that they be saying. I be like, is that a joke? Or is that real? It depends who you're catering the joke to. Because at the end of the day... There might be there. There are people who don't support transgenders and don't support gay people. So he might make a joke about gay people, and they gonna and laugh. They gonna laugh. <laughs> He's and the right. Gay community gonna take offense. Yeah, they gonna. Yeah, they'll be but tight. you gotta understand that. And then he'll make a joke about straight people, make the gay people feel better. Gay... Right, because that's what comedy yeah, is. Comedy it's the equilibrium, guys. Uh... You feel me? Like it's a joke. It's meant to. Right. It's meant to be don't stick your head in without the condom. Right. There's no, there's no right. joke. It's not meant to be provocative. I mean that that's part of comedy. Yeah, most, yeah, a lot of the jokes are overly sexualized. Facts. And I Facts. like when I what I mean by when it's a joke is um, George Lopez did uh, he, he did a show like a month or so ago, and this woman got him tight, and on stage he was joking on her. He well he was trying to make jokes. Then it became real. But. <laughs> He was dead ass serious. He was like basically now just cursing her out. He's like, get the fuck out, black bitch. Get mm-hmm. out. I was like, so yeah, bro. <laughs> at that 
at that point, it's not a joke no more. He pulled the Kramer. Remember when Kramer used the N-word years ago when he was doing stand-up? Kramer had got banned from that fucking club, bro. So it's like, it stopped being a joke at that point, and now we're talking about something totally different. Now, what he did is what Young M.A. did to that girl with right, the cell phone. Right, because <laughs> if you're making jokes, dark comedy is a world that exists. Yeah, but is. when you start sounding like, you for real about your shit. Then it's not comedy no Then more. it's not comedy no more. That's <laughs> not and, funny. And I think there's levels. They got the Kevin Hart type of comedy. Right. Like jokes on himself. On himself. And on he's funny, life. right. He's funny, he's funny as he's fuck. he's clowning himself. But, but by clowning himself, he's also exposing shit. He's, he's, he's exposing time. norms too, right. Yeah. yeah. And you got Dave Chappelle, who's not a person who's going to clown himself, but going to make jokes of situations. Because Dave Chappelle already looked like a crazy nigga. Or like, he just looked like he smoked crack yeah, all day. Yeah, you got to watch the comedy special. When he gets yeah, I'm going to get a chance. I'm yeah. a, Not a one thing. I got Netflix. Shout out to my girl. That's the, the one, reason why I got it. The one credence that I could say for maybe that person feeling that way is because of Dave Chappelle's whole stance about I'm never dressing up like a woman. Right, yeah. That's he's facts. yeah, yeah. He's, That's why he walked away from the money in the first place. He said... The white producers so, right. kept making it seem like right. he needed to put on a dress or a wig to continue doing the show. So that's how he got into the transgender jokes mm. on the on the comedy special. Mm. How did how that happen? It was a trans. He was like, they tried to. He's like, I don't support comedians who do that. I don't find it funny. Mm. And then he started to make jokes about the transgenders after that. Mm. Mm. I wow. can't remember like word for word, but that was like a segue to how he right. got to that part of the joke. Right. But you could tell it was truth behind it. Mm. So it's just like, that's how you feel, that's how you feel. Yeah. I mean, well, part of me is kind of like, you gotta, I, it's hard to say it like this, but part of me is like, you have to understand where he's coming from in the fact of where his mindset was in niggas trying to force him to do that right. in order to get a check. Because all the other stars was doing it. Martin Lawrence, Will Smith. Uh, Eddie Murphy is infamous for wearing that, you know what I mean? So a lot of them was doing that, and uh, e- e- and not even the black ones, you know. Let, let's be fair. The Jim Carreys, the Robin Williams, R.I.P., you know what I mean? The Mrs. Doubtfires. Y'all know what I'm talking about. What's crazy about it is that Dave Chappelle, I don't think Kevin Hart ever did it either. Kevin Hart never dressed up. Kevin like Hart him. never dressed it up. And I'm trying, yeah, because I've watched a lot of Kevin Hart movies. I've never seen him in a woman's I don't, I, It don't come to mind if he did. Um, yeah. He's done a lot of movies where he did, like, weird costumes, right. but I've never seen him dress up like a woman. But yeah, why I've do people seen... get mad when people are in the arts and they choose one stance? Like, I told you the other day that I found out, um, and you guys can research this, Denzel Washington has never kissed a white woman on camera. Ever. In, in his entire... Career. He's 62 years old. He did black. Right. He doesn't do, no, he doesn't do white. Like, he has a stance. Like, he doesn't do that. It has nothing against white women. It's just he has a pride in him that's like, I won't do that. Due to history? Is he basing it off of? Yeah. I think he's doing it based off history. And he doesn't want to portray that for himself, being any character on film with a white woman. So he's not, so he's, He's had white women, I think, in, in movies as played his wife or his girlfriend, but he's never like did anything sexually with them. Not even a kiss. Not even a kiss know. on it. Mm-hmm. Or black. Like Deja Vu was a uh a Hispanic, Hispanic girl, woman. Um, Flight was definitely a Spanish chick and she died actually. She ended up dying on a plane. Yeah. And Fences was black, Fences obviously. Was black, nah, I mean. Man on fire, he right. was he ain't have Spanish, nobody. Um, he had Spanish in his big the big movie um, 
Two Guns? King Kong, Gang Got Shit On Me. Mm. Oh, Training Day was, yeah, my, that was um, Even Mendez, God damn. Yeah, I never seen that. Right. Her nose just mad big, though. She like, I never seen him. Like so, But, I mean, I don't know. I feel like that is a legitimate stance for him, for right. for yeah. Dave Chappelle. If if he feel yeah. like he don't, he doesn't want to cross dress, he ain't got to. I don't, I don't see why that like that would become an issue. Right, Jaden Smith didn't let him do it, mm, but <laughs> I guess I mean I haven't heard the jokes either, so I don't know how far he went with I, it. I wouldn't cross dress myself, so I don't blame him <laughs> for that. That's that to me deprive it's downgrading my masculinity as a man. Mm-hmm. That's my personal stance on it. Mm. That's that. You couldn't pay me enough money to do it. Mm-hmm. So that's just me personally. I mean, if you pay the right amount of money, <laughs> right, 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 I might throw a wig on. But yeah, I, I mean, that's not, that's me. not, that's not the first thing on my mind either. Yeah, like, I'm not, not. I ain't doing it for just shits and giggles. Bro. That's, that's not. not yeah, that's not. I have nothing against. It, it's just not for me. It's not for me. So I mean, I kind of like I said, I don't understand how far. I don't know how far he went with the jokes. Whether it was to expose like the fact that the industry. Wanted him to do that, or if he got to a point where it was more personal and like downgrading lifestyles and stuff like that. So I don't really know. Um, but you said you also said Pharrell got some drink. Yeah, Pharrell is uh is is interesting. Pharrell is going to be doing a entire Broadway play on his life, and I don't know if they have a date yet. But Pharrell is planning to. Um, talk about his life and his come up as an artist and, you know, the hardships he faced in a whole entire... Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it's actually a musical. It's an entire musical about his life. And they was talking about that today on uh, Power 105. And I just found it interesting because I was like, of all the people that's going to do a musical on Broadway, why the fuck is Pharrell doing a musical on Broadway? Pharrell can't even sing like that. And broad and do, to do musicals, everybody got to be singer-singers. Like... But no, Pharrell can't sing, sing. Like you know what I mean, sing, sing. You 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 know you know what I'm talking. You know what I'm talking about. Man. Drake can't sing, sing, but Drake could sing. Pharrell can't sing, sing. Pharrell could sing. I mean, I guess the question is, are we seeing that? Is that something we're here for? Uh, nah. I'm not. I'm right. not trying to yeah, see that. Nah, I'm not. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Um, but, I'm not trying to see that. They, I, right, right. I mean, I read it was supposed to be like a. A West Side Story, like a boy meets girl type of right, situation, but right. um, all right. I can't. I could see him put that shit on an album, bro. Right. I, you know, I right. Watch it. Yeah. Right. If it come on randomly, like you yeah, said, randomly, I might right. I'm definitely not paying no twenty five dollars right. to AMC or right. Regal. And Michael and and Michael uh Michael was Mayor Meyer. The person directing. Yeah, it. person that's gonna be directing it. He did Spring Awakening, Mayor. American Idiot. Um, I don't, I don't know because I feel like, I honestly feel like Pharrell is not going to keep it a hundred. Pharrell is going to do what he needs to do to write a bomb ass musical and just get the money. But we're not going to even, gonna, we're not even going to see the real story. I don't, I don't think it's going to be really. I'd rather watch a documentary about yeah, a musician's Yeah, a documentary. Life. I'd rather that see that. I would do. I would that I'm here for. Right, yeah, yeah. We, two hours. Sure. That's, that's a little long. He now, not. I, sitting, I would do two hours for Pharrell. I would do. That's because that's what I do. So I would okay. sit and li- I would be a part of it. I'd be very interested to see what his process what the, is. What the come up in the process. Yeah, I would right. love to watch that. I definitely would watch a two hour doc on on Drake. 
That's yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I, was, I mean, we. I listened to the fucking interview you had with that goddamn DJ the other day. That yeah. shit was an hour <laughs> and like a three minutes. I was like, goddamn. That shit was long. That shit was, was long. It was no breaks. It wasn't boring though. Nah, it, nah. It, it's my first time though, like listening to Drake. Like I'm like, yo, Drake is really like, he really like has his thing figured out in his head, and he's not afraid to say what he has to say. That's why I kind of understood why he goes so hard the way he does, because he looked like he'd been like crossed a lot of times in life. He looked like he like gave out a lot of handouts and women and men shitted on him. I mean, I feel like, I like yeah, he hurt. The no, he best hurt. the best story he told was when he was like, "Why would they think I would take that young kid's flow?" Like, yeah, I remember that. He's yeah. like, "I don't need to do that. Like, I don't need to go steal his flow." Right. Look at where the fuck I am and look at where he's at. Right. Like he's <laughs> like, if anything, I would put him on the track. Like, right, if anything, I would give him a shot. Mm. So, I mean, the only the only credence to people who feel like, yo, Drake, I don't know, is that song he did with YG. Right. That that's that one song. That was yeah, it that to me it was like, damn, son, why the fuck you do that dumb shit? But other than that, I feel like Drake been pretty solid um in yeah. giving people chances. Like, right. I feel like I hate when people call him a culture vulture. I just feel like he's a they be saying that shit for days, boys. They be wilding. That's all they, they know. Say, they what say is, he fucked up the whole culture. I don't know what is wrong with artists and not wanting to be the best they can be and tap into as many every as every can. facet of their talent. Like, like he's supposed to just rap all, rap all day. Why wouldn't you want to be the best in the world? Why wouldn't you want to be known everywhere, nigga? I want to go to a little village in Africa and little kids is like, hey, D Flow. How you doing? Right. Like, I want to have that conversation. Like, what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with that. We're going to find out right now. Did Drake destroy the hip-hop culture? Like, Drake, if anything, you should aspire to want to do that. I don't want to only cater to Laquan on 42nd Street. Right. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to cater to everybody. John Paul and friends. As Man. I'm growing as an artist... Sorry, my audience it. has to grow too. You've seen the waves. You've seen the moves. It's that simple. It's like, smart. I can't... The, the niggas that, that I started with, sometimes I want to ride with them forever. And sometimes it's like, you got I got to bring you to a new level, too. Like, I got to open your eyes to some new sometimes, shit. Sometimes sometimes if you open their eyes too much, they'll go blind. And they, won't, they will you know not will come. The problem is, niggas forget that America is only one country. Mm. You got the, the whole world, Craig. The whole like, world the might be listening world. to your music. Like, Craig. I didn't mind hearing gigs. On more life, and that shit I was like, like oh, that gigs. shit was lit. I got, I still gotta get used to his voice, but I loved gigs. Looking all perky, I was like, oh yeah, shit, yeah, that's yeah. lit. You go on YouTube, yeah. search gigs up, right? I had that, to go check that, out that, that made me follow gigs on Instagram, and gigs right. Instagram is lit actually. So who, who ultimately won? Right, Drake. Who won? No, gigs. Oh yeah, gigs. yeah, gigs definitely won. Cause mm. gig is now getting future gigs. Like, gigs is now a millionaire. That's what's yeah. happening to gigs. Watch the artists. I'm, I keep telling people that look what happened to every artist that Drake has worked along. The weekend. Let's, let's, let's talk about the weekend That's his alone. Artist. Hey Jeannie. The weekend alone is staple. That that should give you more than enough proof that stayed Drake on the charts for fifty two weeks. That's the a whole year. Be here without Drake. That's a whole. That's year, a bro. fact. And look at what the weekend is now. The weekend is a mega star. He's a he's bigger than Drake. One of the world's biggest pop stars. Bigger than Drake in a lot of aspects. They're on tour together. The nigga put him on his tour with him to go tour. Starboy's real out here. Shout out to shout out to All these artists. You can't say that he didn't help them. You can't say that he's culture vulture and when. Nobody would have cared about Party Next Door. Nobody would have never cared about Party Next Door. 
And then that nigga that came out real quick and then disappeared. Tuesday. Um, well, him, McConan. I love him. I, I love him. I love McConan. Yeah, yep. Drake definitely helped him out with that because when I listened to the original uh, Versace, I was like, that shit's garbage. When Drake got on the remix, I was like, yo. The first time it played on the radio was when Drake jumped on the mm-hmm. Yeah, boy. He Look destroyed that record. And what other artists can do that right now? None. Drop, jump on your joint and the shit just goes like gold or, or platinum. Ray Drake right now is Nicki Minaj never jumped, jumped on, on the joint. Drake is doing what Lil Wayne did. And by the way, Drake just actually surpassed Lil Wayne in some shit the other day. Uh, like by, 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 uh, I think it was number one. Uh, um, number number one singles, I think. Yeah, number like one number one single that hit the chart. Like Drake got most of the shot. Yo, Drake, you not only did you follow in Weezy's footsteps, you surpassed a nigga. That's a good successor. Shit. Let's just ask a question. Let's just ask a simple question. Right. What is the pr- why we do feature? If I tell X Ray, yo, bro, I got a link to jump on a track of Casanova. Mm. What what's the real purpose of us doing that feature? Because to that nigga destroy sounds that real shit. Life. Not even because that's the reason you do. Are you doing it because his fans about to hear you? Right. Are you hoping? I gotta kill. I gotta no, murder yeah, this nigga right, now. That's what I said like X gotta go off. Oh, because you hoping to gain some. Yeah. I need his followers to be like, oh, who is it's this nigga? It's not that complicated. Just because Drake is a poppin' nigga, he shouldn't still do that? Niggas, then he's slowing down his own process. These niggas, I don't know, man. I, I feel, we're gonna get to the Drake hate. I just don't understand it. Um, But speaking of documentaries, you said Lamar Odom got Lamar one? Lamar Odom. <laughs> Lamar Odom. I'm gonna tell you right now, I'm not here for Just shit. finished rehab <laughs> and said he's about to release... Uh, are you sure he finished with rehab? Talking about he about to release a, a no, he's no, he's done. He's <laughs> you done. Sure? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I'm positive. He did. He 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 did all the time he's supposed to do. And Lamar Odom is gonna do a document series on how uh, he was affected by crack <laughs> and how him and Khloe Kardashian never got together. Now, um, never got married. Now he said some wild shit. The way he said it was like, oh no no no. He said the reason why they never had kids. Oh. Yeah, yeah, the reason why they never had kids. This motherfucker, Lamar Odom, said on in, in one of the segments, yeah, you know, uh, I, I'm going to admit, uh, me and Chloe was never going to work out because if you a crackhead, you need another crackhead. I was like, nigga, are you, are you dumb? Nigga, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? I couldn't believe the nigga said that shit. Like, I was like, this nigga's an idiot. And then the nigga goes on to say, yo, on the real though, I really would like, he he did say he was trying to stay away from the cameras and shit. But he said once, he said he didn't realize how much people didn't know him. And because of all the pussy that was being thrown at him, he just was succumbing to it. He said he fucked, yo, these are his words. If I'm lying, yo, you know I ain't lying, God. He said I was fucking a lot of thought bitches. I was like, damn. He said, I cheated a lot. I was like, yo. He's still on that rock. He's still like, on the rock. Yo, he was talking like he never fucking got he's, off that shit. He's still on the rock. I was like, damn. So are we seeing it? I think I'm gonna I wanna see it for entertainment purposes. I'll watch it for I'm the show. I'm definitely gonna watch it. But <laughs> oh, God. I guess that's the reason we put it out, because niggas yo, gonna be like, bro, what is this nigga gonna right. say? I gotta, I gotta bro, watch it. He said he was fucking school. a lot of thought bitches, and he said that he cheated a lot. Because a lot of he realized a lot of niggas didn't know him. Like a lot of women did not know who he was. He said that. Sh- he said being on the sh- uh, being on uh, their show made him more famous. 
Yeah, because he was a because he was he already was, rich. All he was was a, a sidekick to Kobe, and not even a sidekick. He wasn't the main sidekick. He, he wasn't. Was a baller, not he was a everybody baller. watches sports. Right. That's just the reality. Hey, Key, you watching this ratchet shit? Hey, mom. Oh, mm. damn. We got two of our ladies on. Mm. It's over now. So, I mean, I don't know. Right. I feel like yeah, Lamar Odom is definitely not off the uh, the, the nah. Crack he's still on the rock. He's still on the rock. <laughs> yeah. still on the rock. On the rock. <laughs> on, on the, the literally rock. on, the, on rock. the rock. Not the Jesus rock. And He's then they the have a rock. picture of this nigga hanging out with DMX the other day. But... <laughs> oh, that's yeah. bad. That shit was wild, that's bro. That's bad. Because if he wanted we got to come and get it. But... <laughs> nah, I saw this video of DMX the other day. It really broke my heart. Rod or die. That nigga. Die. That nigga's eyes was black right. Nigga looked like a panda bear. My panda, 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 panda. Like that nigga I got was... bros in Atlanta. Yo, he had broads everywhere, my nigga. I don't. And DMX he was like, look... and he was like, listen. What I gotta tell you? Ah! Just continue <laughs> to be successful. I was like, oh, what, nigga? Hold up, hold up, hold up, wait, wait, wait. Oh, what? <laughs> what? That nigga was, yo, and he was jumping around. He was like, I gotta tell you, what you gotta do is be successful. I was like, yo, that nigga was preaching. <laughs> I was like, so I'ma say for my dogs. Y'all niggas gotta get together. I was like, damn, nigga, you on that rock, OD. I saw him do a show and nigga stopped mid show to do push ups, my nigga. And nigga was like, yo, fuck, fuck, Hey, fuck. Yo. Yo, I can't. Ricky does not fuck with Dude ain't built strong enough to destroy it completely. Damn. Damn, son. But, damn, that shit crazy. Um,. So you say you wanted to talk about dating a little bit in terms of dating apps? Yeah, man. Yo, we yo, we obviously like we going down the whole entire celebrity thread list, man. We got a condom for every one of them. Um, so Amber Rose, as you guys already know, I think X mentioned it on uh, either last episode or the or, or or the one before that. Amber Rose recently bought out the strip club that she used to work for, which I think is a crazy boss move. So shout out to Amber Rose. Um, but Amber Rose also said that she's no longer dating a particular type of uh, man who's involved in a, in a particular type of industry. And Amber Rose basically says she's no longer dating ballers, i.e. basketball players, um, because she said they're born and she said they're not smart. Mm. I was like, damn, that stereotype is crazy because Kobe definitely knows like eight or seven different languages. I knew that shit since Kobe was playing basketball. She means single ball, young single ball players. Well, young single ball players, nah. She she made it seem like because she also was saying like she called a few names. Like she was like, uh, no, no, no. Um, Angela Yee was like, uh, 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 Stephen Curry is smart, and I'm like, he don't count because he's married and he's Christian, so he got a different level of smart. Like he could quote the whole Bible to you, smart type shit. He's 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 not the other smart we talking about. And then she talked about LeBron James. I was like, I was like, LeBron James is smart. I never knew that. I just thought he was a baller. LeBron James is definitely smart. Oh, I, I oh, I, I didn't know that. I don't, I don't, I don't watch him like that. Steph is definitely smart too. No, no, no. Steph is smart. That's why he got uh, the, the deal with ball, uh, armor. All the great ball players are smart niggas. That's why they at where they at. Son. Michael yeah, Jordan. Ain't... Michael Jordan is not that smart to me. Michael Jordan invested in prisons, so I don't, I don't know if. I and mean, that was a smart move for him. On, yeah, on, on a, like... on a business end is smart, but on a black to you know, you know, black but, people. But end, to me, Michael really... Jordan is closer to OJ than anybody. <laughs> oh, so, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. I mean, in terms of race relations, he don't. He's not. He's um, always tried to stay away from the fact. Well, that Well, they he was both black. fucked white women too, so you're right. I, I see where you're hey, going with this. Only ma- only color that matters is green to this type of guy. So. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So you're right. I don't know. 
I don't know what that means, bro. You got to clarify. Right. I don't, I, I don't know. Clarify. Nope. Wrong. I'm All not right. sure what that means, bro. Right. But, uh, yeah, but, um, so I, uh, I, oh, yeah. So, so back to Amber. So Amber said that she's only dating, uh, dudes that are smart. She, Where is Sabin? Somebody yo, talk to this man. Yo, bruh. I'm getting nervous now, <laughs> Chance. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting nervous, Chance. What's going on, bro? Is there something some. you want to tell us? What's going on, bro? Scare me. Yeah, She's man. not here. We don't want her back either. Um, <laughs> we don't want her back. That's not true, Saba. <laughs> we love you, Saba. NBA players are smart. Which ones? Which ones? Which I mean, ones? some of them are smart, but some of them are dumb as fuck. Let's keep it 100. Damn. Damn. Keep it Let's keep it honest. Some of them is honest fuck. Like, listen, some people play ball because all they do, all they know how to do is play ball and collect a check at the end of the when, whenever they get it. That's it. Hey, you know what I mean? Exploitations of talent. That's all right. I mean, I, I, but you know, they also their their muscle memory and stuff is where like their smarts comes from. Their right. bodies are more built for the the physical than it is mental. So. Right. You know, smart when it comes to playing ball. Right, right. School any of us. Listen, all you know how to do is make a crossover and read a playbook, uh, uh, book, or you know the shit that they got the easy erase off board, bro. You're not that smart. They richer than us, my nigga. They doing something right. Doing something right. (laughs) Right, right. You're right. You're right. That's a that's a great point. They get a nigga, they know how to put a ball in a basket. Slaves on the field. I feel you, my man. Willie Lynch in reverse. I have, a, I have an issue with that type of thing, you know, bro. Because my thing is about it. <laughs> at the end of the day, if you're getting paid to do your talent, even if they exploit it, my nigga, if you don't, at the end of the day, someone has to have the in- infrastructure to make it I was it just about to say that. So at the end of the day, if you have a talent and no one, how are you going to do it? Right. You don't have the infrastructure to do exactly. it. Exactly. So if another nigga comes and be like, yo, I love your talent. I'm going to pay you to do it. What's that going to go work? Ain't nowhere, ain't nowhere near slavery. Like, exactly. Oh, I can school you. <laughs> but, <laughs> but at the same time, though, me, I'm thinking bigger. Play on the basketball court? Own a team that's playing on the basketball court. That's where my mind is at. All right. Yeah, but these niggas let's, don't got the money yet. You know how no, much no, money no, it takes no, for no, that? No, 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 no. Some of them got the money, bro. Nah, bro. Michael Jordan definitely got the money. He owns a team. He owns a team. Kobe Bryant <laughs> probably got the money right Not now. that much, though. That nigga just got out of being a how player. How much money typically does it cost to own an NBA team? Bro, let's just do the math. Okay. Let's do the math. Because they're getting got, good checks. You got 12 niggas on your team that making... Average five mil each. Right. A sixty million dollars. Right. I think that's the minimum. The minimum that's they the... can make in like a, a standard contract is like is like what what is it like uh eighty thousand? The minimum you can make? Eighty thousand. If they if do you have twelve niggas on your roster? No, I'm talking about yeah. niggas you just drafted out. Like oh, not oh, 80, that's three hundred thousand for the end. Three hundred thousand. Oh, oh yeah, because the cap went up. Yeah. Oh, so you're talking about average sixty million dollars. They all team. eating good. Per team. So, you, you got 60 mil, my nigga? Nah. Oh, okay. <laughs> to just, that's just all for it. We ain't talking if you want to sell seats. I was about to say, now let's talk about the stadium, that, the stadium. that they got to play out of. Cheap, right. my nigga. 35K, 370K, goddamn. So, you got to pay for niggas in the stadium. The nigga mopping the room makes 40K a year. That nigga mopping the court, he makes 40K a year. 10 of those <laughs> That's their home stadium, but they don't own that they stadium. Own that stadium. Man, they, they, what they do, run it out? Yeah, practically. <laughs> you, talk, you talking like this shit is a little... 
hundreds of millions of dollars get spent on this. This come from ticket sales and jerseys. Nobody wears jerseys no more, bro. <laughs> nah, bro. Nobody wears jerseys. Is never coming back. Fans to wear jerseys. I just bought a jersey for my son, my man. It's a lot. <laughs> Nobody wears jerseys. Your son is still young. He don't really know how this That's thing works. He gonna get older. He not gonna wear no jerseys, brother. And he's gonna buy a jersey for his son. Right. I, def I definitely see niggas wear jerseys. I'm not. Bro. Bro, Jay Z, nineteen. It's not video. a style no right, more. Right, right. That's oh, what I'm saying. I ain't going to the club and wearing exactly, no bro. <laughs> White tee. Nobody's wearing no jersey no more. Wait, 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 wait. Chance is definitely wearing a jersey. Damn. Chance son. is wearing a jersey. We are gonna give you a chance to start wearing jerseys. <laughs> so why'd you why'd you bring up dating apps? I brought up dating apps because I think we live in a society where people feel like that's the norm now. Like, Amber Rose says she feels safer dating on a dating app because the likelihood of her finding a smarter dude is better on the app than it is in real life. I don't agree with that. I was that. like, what the fuck? I feel like... This thing this went all the way down, bro. I feel like we're in this middle stage right. where more, more niggas are, are... more Like, let's say early 2000s, niggas were afraid of dating apps. Like, they didn't want nothing to do with them. Right, because you catch think, a virus. I think we're in the, <laughs> in the middle phase where people are more willing to give it a chance but they don't take it seriously. And there's, there's reasons why. Because on one side of the spectrum, you definitely could get entangled with a serial killer mm. off of one of these fucking apps. Mm. And then on the other side of it, I've seen, I have a friend who personally, I think, found his wife on one of those dating apps. I don't remember which one. Oh, <laughs> yo, your friends is old and old. You got friends on Backpage. You got, yo, your friends I, is wild. I, listen, I didn't say it was a friend. I said, <laughs> I know, I know he situation. Niggas uh, ain't clear. That shit I didn't say that nigga was my friend. Yo, shout out to you, ma. Keep doing your thing. <laughs> I don't know none of, I don't know. I said, I know about a nigga. I ain't say it was my friend, my nigga. Uh, but yeah, so I, my, one of my close friends, he actually, he um, he found his wife on one of them shits. I, I got know. a question though: Was she bad on it? Did she look like how she looks? I'm not commenting on how she looks. Crossing boundaries. Asking a question. That's just that's just the. Uh, it don't work out either way. <laughs> that that equation don't work out no way. What if she was on there but she was being catfished? What if he knew that? Was, like, did he know that was her real account? That could have been her face. Obviously, if they met, nigga. Hey, it's not like he said, oh, well, you look like a bad bitch on there, but you don't now. I'm going to still marry you. Yeah. I met you. You know what? You're not that good. We're going to work it out, though. We're going to work it out. But let's keep it real, though. Niggas definitely be on there putting their best picture you know what I'm saying? Like, you're not getting the real real on none of them dating sites. Yeah, really That's not. why I don't fuck with dating sites. Right. Like, like, I'm going to take a picture right now and be like, yeah, looking crazy. Like, all types of crazy. Nah, I'm going to get the suavest bitch I can find. Suave. <laughs> suave. My, same thing with these females. This is the same. This is the same. You get that face well beat. Damn. All the filters attached. And when you see them in person, you're going to be like, well, at least I'm meeting the chick that I expect to meet. I don't know what's going on. I don't know what that means. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what that means. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> all of us lost. All of us. Uh, we all tried to save it, but it was like, uh, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, me personally, I don't really fuck with dating apps. I I did download Tinder, but that was like a fun thing to me. That I was just like, yo. He fronting. You fronting, bro. How am I fronting? Why did you download Tinder, bro? For fun. What do you mean for fun? What is Tinder? 
Tinder is like you you see a picture of somebody. You know he married. He don't know what the fuck we talking and, about. <laughs> and you could, you if you swipe left, I think, like that means that you fuck with the person. If you swipe right, that means you don't fuck with them. What the fuck? Like you you say no. That's basically your way of saying no, I don't find you attractive. So condom on, condom off. Got you. So but but the way it works though is like <laughs> if you if you swipe left right. and the other person swipe left, right. then you could start a conversation with that person. Interesting. So it was fun. It's it's interesting. It was like pass your time. You'd be sw- so it was like a game to you. It was like a game to me. That that shit was. He broke a lot of y'all hearts. I'm glad y'all. That shit was them. just mad fun Thank to me. You. And J Cole, the one that put me on, this nigga, um, Graham. Graham is the one oh, who was God. like, he was like, yo, download Tinder. So I didn't even know what the fuck Damn. it was when I first got Graham, it. Graham, you got them calling you Bama, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> So I'm like, I was like, Tinder, all right, whatever. So when I downloaded, I was like, oh, this shit is interesting. Right. Um, But yes, yeah, so I was like the only, I guess, dating app like I've ever our experienced. Dating, but are dating apps taken over? I don't think so. I think most people still rather go out when it comes, especially, one, it might mean you get pussy that night. Yo, that's crazy. What happened? Hillary Clinton logo had Arrow... Right to accept, left to trash, like Beyonce song. Whoa! Oh, damn. Okay. Damn. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Tinder. I feel like not Tinder. Now. I feel like dating apps work for the nigga who don't have the courage to actually get dressed up and go out. I know a lot of dudes who just don't aren't sociable. Right. And it's easier for them to go on the app and have that conversation with. A and person. then meet up with the person and, and be. Up. Can we advocate for for the best apps though? Like, don't go to eHarmony. Don't go to... Uh, Wasn't that eHarmony Killer? Yeah, yeah. There go, was some nigga on eHarmony Killer niggas. Go to, go to ChristianMingle.com, bro. Get you a nice religious what if girl. What not Christian? She is the freakiest one in the bed. Go get her. I don't know, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm get not co-signing this, bro. Get the religious girl. I'm she not will pray, this shit, man. pray for your body, literally. She'll pray on your body. So I saw another status... <laughs> I'm not even, I'm ignoring that. Um, I saw another status by um, one of my Facebook friends who was like... Can you call a name? You've been saying friends a lot. No, I really don't remember. Um, That was, she basically said, it was a girl though. She basically said, everybody's playing games. You, 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 you. I think you're about to remember her name. Just give yourself some I time. don't remember her name, bro. Speed it up, nigga. You know how many girls are on my Facebook, bro? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. You smashing all of us? I didn't say that. All right, but the baby. Why you always add some the extra shit to the sentence, man? Ha, ha, ha. I mean, ha, ha, ha. All I said is, you know how many girls I got? Like, boom, 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 boom. Everybody getting shot. Literally. Everybody Literally. Some of y'all might be pregnant. I might have to play that shit when I leave tonight. Yeah, Everybody getting shot. Right when you're going home. Boy, don't run. It's about that time. Yo, I yeah, think later. that song should be banned from clubs. Cause if niggas want to get crazy and buck, really like I'm not. Yo, if that shit come on in the south. That shit can't come on in the south. The that south shit come south. on in the south. You getting shot. Um, don't. Yeah, yeah. It's you're really running. They'll really start to it's shoot. Yeah, boy, go. don't run. Fuck, boy, don't run. Boy, don't run till I get shot. And Jalissa, smile on your pictures more, man. Fuck you doing. Damn. <laughs> anyway, she gonna punch me. She's because you know she a little nigga inside. She, um. So is everybody playing games nowadays? Like, is dating just like niggas is just playing? They don't really want something serious. And yeah, because at the end of the day, D Flow would agree with me. If you're a single person, male or female, 
um, you are literally smashing in hopes that whether you smash raw, I don't advocate unless you really with this person. Like, I got kids and all that. Y'all married. But even then, sometimes you, you married. You know, I know a few married people that still use condoms. Ain't none of my business, but hey, whatever rocks your boat. I mean, if you're not trying to get pregnant. I mean, that's what I was going to say, though. People are literally just having sex in the hopes of not getting that person pregnant. We, I think we, like, realistically, if we didn't have to continuously feel the the need or the notion or the urge to be like, damn, I want a child or I want a kid. Instead of making one, you could always adopt one. You know what I mean? You can always, you know, help your, uh, somebody in the family raise a child, but nigga. are niggas just dating? I think people are dating just to date now because niggas is dating just to date to fuck. That's what it's all about, bro. It's about taking them out, but not too much, or taking them out enough to get the panties or to get the dick. And once you got it, you got it. I don't know. I don't. I don't really agree with that. I don't think everybody is out here just trying to. fuck. I think the majority of people out here is trying to fuck. The majority I think of young are, niggas is trying to fuck. The, 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 the young niggas are trying to fuck and hope she don't get pregnant. Because if she got pregnant, then it's like damn. And then then a nigga got to cheat because he got to cheat with it with a girl that he ain't get pregnant yet. I think the issue is that people are scared. I think that's settle. very this topic. Mm. Yeah, I think the issue why people are dating so much is because people don't know if it's okay to just settle. And a lot of times. I ain't going front. I feel like back in the day, people settled. But now, I think we live in a reality. People not like, settling no more. They're like, I don't have to settle. Yeah. I think that's the mentality. Yeah. I think, I think it's like, very different. Yeah. yeah I don't I think I don't think people... like. Yeah, I agree with Flo. I don't think people are dating just to, just to date. But I think that it's a little harder to settle down nowadays. It is. It is. Because you can find what you like in Susan. And then you might... Then Susan might do some fucked up shit. And then you find something you like in another chick. Oh, yeah. And, and then, like, it's a different... And then I think the, the danger... Not the danger, but the difference in this type of love Speak is... yourself. Come on. You can... No, nigga. <laughs> uh, you can find... You can find things that you like in one person, and then you can find a totally different type of love in another person. And because there's so much access with social media, like, social media. you could find that shit in Atlanta... And your shorty could be in Atlanta and then find some next shit in New York. And, like, it's just harder to settle down. It's harder for you to be like, all right, I'm going to just cut everybody off. For me personally, if you want me to talk personally, yeah. like, <laughs> Say what you just. some shorties, they be right on the right path, my nigga. They, be, they be going up the hill and right. almost at the peak. Right. And then they do some dumb shit. And then I'm like, I'm so glad I didn't make you my girl. And they slide down the come trail. Because if... This nigga, what? What's up with him? Because if I had to make you my girl, then we have to have like a totally different type of conversation when I break up with you instead of me just being like, nah, you you good. I'm going to stop spending a lot of time with you. What like, was the craziest breakup line you ever had to say? I don't know because I haven't been in a relationship in forever. Damn, you forgot. Fuck. So I don't I don't have to break up with niggas because I've, I've just been like, I just got to give you distance. You, you have to break up with them without saying we're no longer going to talk. You have to say, yo, um, I'm just going through some stuff. Like, do you ever feel like you just have to say, yo, it's not you, it's me? I don't know. <laughs> I'm saying in general. I don't know. Like, if I, you fucking... I mean, but I don't think that that's... <clears throat> some people feel like that's a, a cop-out. That's an that's excuse. Def that's definitely the cop-out. I don't think so, though, because sometimes you realize shit about yourself while you're in a relationship no, with someone. No, sometimes you got to say that because you don't want to prolong the situation. Sometimes. I'm not negating <laughs> that. Right, there, right. there are times... I definitely use that to get myself out of sticky situations. In, in my honest opinion, I just feel like a lot of times... I just feel like, especially for people who are dating... 
I just feel like you haven't. You, it's either you don't know what, what type of woman you truly want, or you just haven't met the woman that you really want yet. Right. That's that's the reality of it. Because once you meet that woman, that you realize like, she kind of crazy, but I fuck with her though. Once you meet that that one, that's the one. You're you know, not really trying to fuck with nobody else. Know, it's not that hard to. It's not that hard. A lot of times, it's just that you meet her and you're just like, nah, I don't. I'm not trying to settle for this type. You just don't click. I think I think what happens is this, cause and I want to break this down too, because there's different phases of talking to somebody, right? So there's the talking phase, right, where you just meet somebody, you know you're physically attracted to them, they're physically attracted to you, so you go out a couple times. It could be, um, you know, a couple months, it could be maybe a year, y'all like just talking and, and vibing out and figuring out like where y'all click, where y'all don't. Boom. Then from the talking phase, you you get more serious. Like you start to slow down if you're still dating other people. You start to slow that down, and now it's just you and them pretty much, you know, without any other distraction. And if you make it through that, you end up in a relationship. So I feel like when niggas is doing that, when you get to a phase where it's like dating, you realize that you can be able to build the foundation with that person. That person has snagged you to some degree. I think what ends up happening is everybody, a lot of people end up stuck in the talking phase because... That's when you realize the dumb shit. And that's when you realize you're going to pull back. I just posted something on Facebook, and it's real. Now that we're talking about this, there are people that get into relationships, and they know the relationship that they're getting into, they know that they're going to cheat. They know they're going to cheat off rip. People are dating to get into a relationship to feel comfortable Never, never, ever having to feel like they have to justify they were gonna cheat because it, because the the man or the woman was gonna do this shit anyway. I feel like that's just a nigga who has or, never had good intentions or, in the first place. Or a woman. I feel like people, I mean by nigga, I mean general. Right. I feel like people mm. are doing that now. Though there are people in relationships right now that they knew that when they said, "Yeah, I'ma date you, ma," or the girl said, "Yeah, I'ma date you," and those people know I'ma cheat. They had slime ball tendencies from jump. They never really wanted to settle down. I feel like I'm mean, dating. I, to me, dating is not real unless you put a like now unless you put a ring on it, it. It ain't real. I don't know why certain people funny. settle down, knowing that they don't want to settle down, like knowing they don't want to be with that one person. I don't know why people do that. They want to be with multiple people. Sometimes but they want to be with the opposite sex. Sometimes. You can be with multiple people without saying, "Yo, you got to be my girl." Like. You don't need to say that. <laughs> you know, I feel like that, that's a, it's a 50-50 conversation because it, one part of it has to come in maturity. Part of it has to come in, you might have met that woman, but she's not mature enough to tell yourself, I'm willing to just be with you. Right. It doesn't mean you want to let go of them because you know you're compatible right. with them. So you as a man or as a woman have to come to the point where like, you know what, I'm good. It's a decision. It's a literally a decision within yourself. I think the niggas who, who don't be like, yo, I gotta... I mean, there's various reasons why people cheat. So I can't... Like, I can't pinpoint that. But the, for what for the niggas that go, I'm gonna be in this relationship, but I'm gonna tell Shorty I'm not fucking with nobody else, but I'm really fucking with other people. I feel like that's something lacking in... Yeah, like, that's you. You gotta fix something within you. that. dudes who do that in that relationship Exactly. This bitch is paying my rent. Yeah, you guys, you 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 you, you 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 guys, you guys got what I was saying. That's good. Yeah. 
Because there are niggas... That's not what you said, though. Right, but that's what I was alluding to. There's, (laughs) There's niggas in relationships right now. They know they're going to cheat. So to extend it, what you guys are saying, get the girl that you know you could cheat on because that's the girl that's probably never going to cheat on you. So because you know and you feel like she's never going to cheat on you, she's going to be the quote-unquote loyal chick. She's going to make sure you got money when you ain't got a job. She's going to fucking suck your dick even when you got her pissed off. She's just going to do it anyway. She's going to cook your food, buy you clothes. You know that's the chick that you could dog out. Even though that's the chick that you know. I'm not following this logic flow. <laughs> right. There's niggas. Maybe it's me because I did it. Now I'm just I mean, being real. Just, just real nigga shit. I think that's kind of Right, but right, but right, but right. We're getting somewhere. You're with the girl that you know is never going to do nothing. So you go behind shorty back to always do shit with other chicks. And you're not really that mad uh, whether you get caught or not because you got a shorty that's going to hold you down anyway. If your main chick is mad at you, you got another chick that you cheating on her with. And that chick really is not entitled to nothing. Because it's not like she really doing anything. I mean, she honestly, she's just giving you vagina, and that's honest, all you really Honestly, want. I'm not attracted to that type of girl. We, we, we gotta separate this because there's two types of niggas that cheat. You got the random nigga that just fucks anybody. You got that nigga who just got a side bitch. Okay. So okay. it's like you gotta figure that out because if you just got one side bitch, you just fucking one other woman besides your girl. Yeah. Then you're just in love with two women. And and that's and dangerous. Just deciding who's the priority. Yeah. For yeah, that's dangerous. So at the end of the day. That's what a lot of men struggle with. A lot of men, a lot of dudes out here might have a side bitch that's just like, yo, I can't let go of this other bitch, but white people want to hold me down. So you got to just think about it like, yo, you're in a dilemma. Then you got the slime ball niggas who's just fucking any pussy that passed by. Right. So at the end of the day, and then you got niggas who want to be like, you you would think they would cheat, but they really wouldn't cheat because at the end of the day, morals do come first. Morals definitely do come first. It comes down to maturity. I'm saying, fellas, if y'all gonna cheat, just get creative with it, man. Just be like, you know what, baby, I really want to cheat on you, so I want you to dress up like an Asian girl, because I'm I'm really into that on a low, but I don't want to fuck a real Asian girl. I want you to dress like one. Kind of makes shit a little spicy, bro. We ex-spoke about this shit the other day. I mean, play up for role play. These, these young hoes gotta understand. Sorry, young hoes. <laughs> you, niggas, you niggas gotta understand that you a hoe, young, young hoe. Young niggas are immature. When I was 18, I was just trying to fuck bitches. <laughs> fuck out of here. That's the reality. At 18, you just want to get your dick wet. Right. Stop acting like you don't know this shit. The mm. nigga's trying to get his dick wet. Don't try to sell the <laughs> Oh, down. God, that's real Either right you want to rock with the nigga or you're yeah. not going to rock with the nigga. He's trying to get his dick wet. Accept I'll, it, embrace it. I wasn't a part of this because I lost my virginity at 20, so I wasn't a part you're of still the, trying the to teenager get thing. Wet, nigga. <laughs> yeah, I was, <laughs> at yeah, a later was... time frame, nigga. <laughs> I was wilding. The first time that pussy hopped in your dick, your life changed. You started like, I need this more often. <laughs> I don't need it one time. Actually, I didn't, because it was it was blood on the condom. You still wanted your dick with me? What you talking about? I, I mean, when I was a young... It's funny, because when I was a... I'm actually the reverse. When I was younger, I believed in... In, like, the idea of a relationship a little bit. Not that I don't believe in it now, but I was more willing to settle down than I am now, like, and that's just that's just because my life has changed a lot. Like, I don't. You got You got to elaborate for the for the people watching. I mean, <laughs> gotta, I don't know what's going on. Right when now. I was younger, right, and in college, uh huh. I 
I like I was very particular about the girl that I like. So when I ended up liking a girl, I, I already knew, and I liked a really good girl. So I wasn't I wasn't worried about like I never was the type of nigga that I was worried about getting mad bitches. So okay. I'm, I'm still not worried about that. It just ends up being the case now. But you kind of are worried about but it. But I'm not. I'm not. It ends up being the case now. That, but that, that has nothing to do with me. You, you, you like, go, I'm you, not. You go in your Rolodex. I'm not actively seeking mad bitches. Like, I'm not doing that. Now. All right. mm. Anyway. She not. Um, she, all right. <laughs> so. <laughs> you know how it go for Like, when I was younger, I was more like, I I'm wanted to be in a relationship. Now it's harder for me to be in a relationship because it's, it's Shout like. Shout out to Scott Morris. Um, now it's yeah. harder for me to be in a relationship because it's like. It's harder to settle down. There's just more options. There's more options for me. Why is it harder to settle down? It should, it should I just be, said there's more options, nigga. But it, but it should be easy now. Like, you see all these options, and you're like, you know what? Out of all of them, this is the one I like No, because out of all of them, I haven't gotten to a point yet where it's like, oh, this is the one. Either I don't know them long enough, and or they haven't shown that. They haven't shown that side of them. So Interesting. It's about growing and knowing people, like... I just have more options now, I think, than as opposed to when I was younger. I mean, when I was in high school, I was a, I was one of the shortest niggas in there. So you were, we already know how the high school go. Right. Everybody want the athlete nigga. Right, right. And a, lot so, these, a lot of these hoes got to understand, too. That's that know, Christian not, guilt. <laughs> you're not oh, fucking God. your nigga right. You're not sucking his dick enough. Damn. Be real with the shit. The nigga, I guarantee you go ask any slime ball nigga. <laughs> ask any slime ball nigga who got a who got a down who got a down girl. Yeah. Why you cheating, my nigga? What your side bitch doing? Yo, that bitch, that bitch just deep throat me, my nigga. I don't know what happened. It disappeared and I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> now behold the land. The reality is that a lot of these, a lot of these. Girls gotta please their men, son. It's not that complicated. Yo. I'll be real with you. D Flow went his bag on this fucking episode, son. <laughs> Yo, God I damn. Bitches wanna know the truth. Niggas giving them the truth. Don't act like you can't handle it. I know that D Flow back in the day, you put a fist through that shit, right? <laughs> I don't know. Thinking, well, I don't know if I should feel a little bit disrespectful. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you was 18, nigga. Oh, when I was 18, I was doing that. Right. <laughs> I was a young nigga. I mean, I think that's compatibility, though. Yeah. What we talking about? We, we fucking around, but <laughs> compatibility, like, are you compatible with me in all facets? Yeah. Sexually, mentally? My height? Everything, dude. When you? I fart? To tolerate your ass, nigga, period. <laughs> Yeah, Key, you are a fucking angel <laughs> dealing with this nigga. That's why nigga with her. Uh, she could say, <laughs> I don't, I don't know. That's some new it shit. It takes a special. It's over, fam. Now it's over. No, it's over. No. <laughs> I wasn't right, Kevin. <laughs> We don't call our brethren women. Yo, I'm done. I'm done in life. Oh, she just sent me a text. Oh, it's surreal. Surreal life. We about to wrap up, I think, right? (laughs) Nigga. Real quick, (laughs) shout out to Power Rangers. Y'all niggas need to go see that movie. That movie was fucking lit. I didn't see it yet. I definitely saw Power Rangers. I know, son. I would have enjoyed it, though. Right. Shout out to Xavier Bishop for watching. Why would you put my government? Why would you do that? Would you want us to say your government right now? My my government is Henry Bernard Leslie Gray. I did it for you.
<laughs> Whose man's <laughs> is this? Whose man's <laughs> is this? Like, flowers, take it easy. This <laughs> <laughs> nigga about to get fucked up on air. I'm sorry, y'all. Um, <laughs> now, I feel like you just stole mad shit from the Breakfast Club and put it on this fucking agenda. Shout but out to, shout out to Breakfast Club. What is too young? Like, if you are a an adult and you watched, like, let's say you was like, I don't know, like 23 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And like your neighbor was like 15 and you watched her grow up to be like 18, 19, what you like 27 at that point. Mm-hmm. Like, are you trying to date her? I'm gonna let D Flow answer that one. <laughs> what was the question? <laughs> I'm sorry. sorry. He, he a father, so he gotta go first. Oh, yeah, repeat the question. All right, so. The question is, what is, like, too young or what is, like, a weird situation, I guess? So, like, let's say you, like, 23 and your neighbor is, like, 15. Um, You watch her grow up a little bit. And, like, around 18, you would be, what, like, 26, 27 around that time, whatever the case may be. You realize that she's mad, attract- she's phys- you're physically attracted to her. You trying to date her? No. I would I can't say I wouldn't if I wouldn't smash, but uh, would I date her? I can't do it, bro. I don't know if I can do any of that, son. I don't know. There's no it depends. Because we're involved the industry that we're involved in, right? It makes it kinda easier to find some level of like like some level of common ground. Okay. Because we could sit here and we could talk about music all day. Like we could talk about R. Kelly we could all talk day about too. Random entertainment bullshit right. and the conversation will go for a little while. Right. This nigga Marvin said he see he'll see what's up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, leave that one alone, bro. So and I don't know what that shit said, yeah, but bro. it says I'm this nervous. is your most commented. Oh, li- oh, shout out to y'all! Shout that out to is. y'all! I think it was this nigga Chance though. This nigga dropped like fifty comments. Or is she older? No, bro. No, she's, she's younger. She's she's fifteen, and you are thirty. No, that's not what I said. That's not. <laughs> we don't condone that on the show. Understand that. That's, that's not, not what I older. said. Eighteen and older. I said she was fifteen. Goddamn, son! You trying to get? I'm just. I'm this just... nigga want to catch a case, my nigga. <laughs> we don't know hey. shit Shout out to dark comedy. I love hey. it. Wow. Hey. Eighteen and older only. But yeah, so she yeah. So you said because of the industry. Because of the industry that we're involved in in our particular mm. situations. If I was a single man and I, it was a nineteen year old. I don't know if I could sit there and go on a full-fledged relationship with her. Can I go on a date and we could have fun on a date? Most likely because we could sit and talk. What's fun? But what about the, the aspect of watching her... I don't drink liquor, so we can still sit and have fun. Okay. <laughs> what, what about the aspect of like watching her from 14, 15, though? Right. Then that then if you... She had if, pajama parties with your daughter. All, if you if you've been watching her since you were 14, you liked her since you were you think right. so? Most likely, yeah, most likely. Because you, you in your in in the back of your in the back of your conscience, you had to be like, I know she's gonna be bad when she turns eighteen. Right. Mm. So it's there's some, there has to be some, or else you would still find her as a little girl at eighteen. Right. I, that that's kind of the part where I can't really fuck with it. Because I'm like speaking to a lot of our viewers right now. Some of y'all got these thoughts. 
I hope yeah, not. I, I, I've seen. Yeah. I mean, personally, I've, I've worked. Yeah. I've worked on little kids for a while now. Right, and, and there's certain grow. people that you see little girls that were 12, 11, back in the day when I was a young nigga coming up mm-hmm. at the YMCA. Right, they, I used to teach little kids how to swim. Like Ten to twelve, five to two, three to five. Right, I met a few girls along the way that are like nineteen, twenty now, and I'm just like, hey, what's up? I can't view you in that mindset because I know at one you're still a little girl to me, and plus me personally. That's I that's how I see it. Like, what I if they like try that. to what if they try to push up on you? If I was a single nigga, I would smash <laughs> eighteen and older bend them over. However, when I date them, that's the difference now. That's I mean, I don't know. Like for me, it's it would be really. I don't think it's it's possible for me to see them beyond a kid if I watched them grow up and I wasn't a kid myself. Like, it's different if they were, like, 8 and I was 15. you like, just, you just mad skeptical about it. you like, I, I don't want to go to jail. I can't grow up with you. If you're my next-door neighbor and we grow up together, I can't do that. Now, if one, if not, if we were neighbors back in the day and I meet you this is a fact. in the club. Right. Ten years later, we meet in the club. Right. I can't grow up with you. Bitch. Now, it's different. Like you said, it's different if I'm 30... Like, we, we were in the same neighborhood. You was, like, five or some shit, and I was, like, uh, 15 or something. And then uh, 10, 15 years later, we meet up in the club, and you, like, 20, and I'm, like, 30-something. Are you smashing right then and there in the club if she's with if it? she's super attractive, you might be like, Yo, you grew up nice. Ooh, yeah, uh, like that, that kind of sounds a little crazy. Like we yeah, meet up a little up. bit later. I think you it's different. Nice. I was watching you. I'm when you were five. Sure woman that saw y'all, us as young niggas, 16, 17. Oh, I know this for a fact. And they see you as grown men. I'm and not. Like, oh well, you turned out to. Be I a can't even kid. say what I want to say on this podcast. I'm gonna just leave it's it. Just putting your mom friends that will be like. That's what I'm well, trying to not say. <laughs> Well, I'm trying to not say that. Nigga, you got to say it now. Now you got to say it. I'm trying not to say that. You know, I, I I love my mom friends very dearly. Thank you for taking care of me when I was a But baby. one of them would, would bop you off real quick. I don't know. One of, one of them would bop you hey, off real quick. Hey, 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 hey. That's cross one of them trying to sit on his dick right now. Hey, hey. I heard this nigga got a mandingo. Hey, hey. Mom said she heard a little thumping sound the other day. So glad my mom don't watch this. This wild. Fucking sweating. But yeah, I don't know, bro. It's a little pitchy. This little gray area. Mom was like, "Wow." Oh, man. Damn, All right, we hitting this two hour mark. I might get in trouble for that one. Oh, uh, yeah, real man. trouble. Oh, well. Yeah, yeah. Lisa ain't watching. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, she, yeah. So, we, before we close out, we want to talk about this Drake hate uh, one more time. Yeah, part two. So, Drake's album is number one in the country, mm-hmm. set records in streaming, mm-hmm. seventh number one album. Damn. Streamed 384 million times. Damn. And he tied Eminem and Kanye for second most number ones. Now, wow. how can we say this man isn't doing what he needs to do wow, in his music? Like, I don't understand where the Drake hate comes from. Like, the music is good. If you're saying the music ain't good, 
then something's wrong with you. It may not be traditional hip hop all through the album, but, it's but like I said last week, he's never dropped an all rap album. That's right. My, that's my whole problem. I was listening to So doing Far the same Gone. Shit since the first album, son. What would Saba say? What? Oh, what? Shit. what? Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, yo, I don't have no comments. Saba might either. got a stalk on her hands. Yo, I don't know anymore. Did you watch Saba grow up? Oh, Everybody getting shot. Yo. <laughs> right now. Saba don't run. Oh, God. <laughs> yo, bruh. Fuck boy, don't run. Uh, uh, I, don't but, know, I don't know where this is going no more. But, um... <laughs> Yeah, like how can why do what what do you think is the reason why niggas feel like Drake is a culture vulture and all this extra shit that they throwing on his name? Because uh, somebody said it best, and you were you know you were reading back the the um the the status to me, paraphrasing. We hate on the same dude or the same person that's in the light that we want to also obtain. Mm. Why do we do that? We say that they're not doing it right, but then when it's time for us to do it, not only are we not doing it right, but we're trying to also mimic them. I thought hip-hop was supposed to be this real culture where we not only influenced one another, but we praised one another. We didn't try to tear each other down. Um, I thought one of the most innovative things that we could have done as artists, not just hip-hop artists, but artists in general, we have gotten each other's backs because we not only produce for one another, uh, we do showcases with one another. We feature on each other's songs. So for us to be coming at Drake the way we are, it's a lot of fucking haterade in y'all fucking smoothies. And y'all need to get that shit together. And I thought we wanted artists to be authentic. I thought so, we wanted artists to be original. I thought we wanted them to be themselves. I thought, I thought we wanted artists to really strive. Nigga, you can't I, come into this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, <laughs> First of all, my nigga, as a producer, if I sent you 10 beats right now, and I have like, yo, I'm gonna send you some more beats tomorrow. And I send you the same ten beats. Damn. After a while, I'm gonna be like, my nigga, I'm I need I'm new good. Shit. You're right. My sound <laughs> is that, the same. I'm not even gonna go any further. I don't want to hear the same album twice. Don't want to hear the same Definitely album. Don't. I want to so, hear some elements that remind me. That remind me, right? I want to hear maybe some one or two lines that you've now explored more in the next project. Because Drake does that a lot. Drake will take like some lines he said back in the day, he'll put it in a new track, and it'll sound like he just said it for the first time. I'm like, mm -hmm. interesting. Like, he finds a way, and a lot of the rappers, you guys do not find ways, and I know D-Flo would agree with me on this, you guys don't find ways to reinvent yourself. Everybody is looking for you to grow as an artist, not just as a lyricist, not just as somebody who, who's transcending fashion, not just somebody who knows how to rap fast and then rap slow and then change the voice. You got to be able to transcend everything that you're doing because the way that music is going is only going to change more. Mm. It ain't going back. Like, the, like, we dictate the sound. And everyone can't be Kendrick and no, everyone can't, can't be J. Can't, Cole. Can't, like, you just can't. Like, even J. Cole sometimes. You listen to his project and although it's great, you're like... But even that nigga transitioned. Yeah, he he, may, he finds ways to tell okay. his stories, but sometimes, to be honest with you, J. Cole uses the same flow and it gets a little bit tiring. It gets tiring, for sure. Like, and, and J. Cole transitioned from being commercial to being more underground, and more I guess, conscious, yeah. you know, people respect that. Cool, no problem. <laughs> but at the end of the day, it's kind of like... Drake always had that commercial. We love that nigga for you the best. 
that was a commercial was track. There wasn't shit. no gritty track. Like when it came out, it wasn't no oh this hit hard for the streets. That the nigga was singing on that. That was my shit. The, that was the first shit that really set that his really stage up. So up. why are we expecting now that the nigga is just gonna be bar for bar, pound for pound? Like that's not him. Has he trans he transcended hip hop and he's made hip hop into something different? So like we gotta respect that because he's opened doors for niggas who don't just want to bust guns and sell drugs to be able to st- tell their story. But he's not only open doors, bro. He's written for Grammy-nominated and Grammy award-winning artists. The nigga Beyonce, wrote for Dre. Alicia Keys. I don't need. To, I don't need to even say any more after those top two. The nigga wrote for for Dr. Dre. So if Drake is writing for Dr. Dre who got Dre Beats, who's probably one of the richest rapper, if not the richest rapper in the fucking world, then, bruh, why we hating on this man? Praise this man. He helped push the culture forward. Fuck. In a positive way. In a positive way, because he's not a hood artist. He never was promoting, yo, fuck niggas up, whatever. Even when he went at Meek, he never was like, yo, I got to kill this man. Meek was saying that shit. Meek was like, I got to run up on him with the shot. Warrior painting it up. Right, like, come on, bro. And he like, allowed for niggas to really say what's on their mind and heart. Niggas wasn't saying that before. Niggas felt like they had to bust guns on every track. They right. had everybody wanted to be 50 Cent. Right, and everybody can't be 50 Cent. You know, the only other nigga that did that was Kanye. Right. And we don't we don't bombast Kanye like right. that. I think Drake Drake pushed the envelope though. He did because Drake he pushed it further than Kanye. He pushed he it further than Kanye, Kanye because yeah, because Kanye, Kanye opened it up. Kanye was still like more of a like, yo. Kanye was still traditional hip hop. Yeah, he very, was still he was a backpack rapper, so he yeah. still told stories in a traditional hip hop. He right, just because Kanye's flow came from Nas, and he says that on many of records. He's like, yo, my flow is from Nas, and Drake's flow is like Drake got many different flows. So Drake, flow King Cole, right? Drake didn't want to be placed in this one box. He never wanted to just be a right. hip hop. He, he he didn't want to be one dimensional. So. All right, let's get into this this wrap up. Uh, you got the tough knot. Yo, the tough knot, ladies and gentlemen, uh, really and truly is yo. Really, when you think about your art, and I'm really like harping on the artist versus promoter. Find out what it is that you need to do to propel your brand before somebody a has money for you. Because as an artist, you should be in 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 uh, in control of trying to secure your own bag. Nobody should be uh, saying or coming to you, yo, I got a venue for you. Yo, this so much people's going to hold, but we need you to do your part. You need to be like, yo, I right, bet. You're going to give me this money up front. I already got these people that's already going to buy their tickets. Mm. I already got my fan base ready to go. You got to have your entire package together. And I'm really specifically talking about the artists that already think that out the gate, they should, they should be getting paid. Nigga, you got to pay your dues. Mm. You gonna have to suck a few dicks before you suck the right one to get Wait, married. I was, I was with you. I right, was, right, right. You, you, you feel me? You gonna have to do some shit that you don't want to do because sometimes in this industry, shit get a little murky. Thank God for us over <laughs> here. We they, that sound a little weird, right. bro. Thank God for us over here. <laughs> right, nobody sucking dicks over here. Nobody, no, no, nobody selling their soul over here. You know, nobody joining the Illuminati over here. <laughs> You know, we not doing none of that. We not doing the third eye shit. We not. We be good. The way flows in. 
No, on this side. Right. <laughs> nobody's doing. No, no, nobody's doing. Don't be a menace on Southside Central. Nobody's doing that. All right, with the guy with the bag and the lips is white. <laughs> so that's Who's the toughness. Get your branding together before you think you should be getting paid. Because a lot of y'all artists, I'm, I, and and I'ma say it, and I'm an artist, so you can't even really look at me some type of way because I'm not just. A businessman and a promoter. A lot of y'all niggas should not be getting paid. That's why I never paid y'all niggas. 100. <laughs> Facts no printer. <laughs> Facts no printer. <laughs> uh, what would dad say? <laughs> Shit, top, I don't even gotta, fucking know gotta, it. You got to top that. I don't know. Nah, I'm not topping nothing. <laughs> I'm not topping nothing, nigga. <laughs> you talked about too much dick sucking. This nigga walked out. Not, we're not even gonna... uh, what would dad say? <laughs> Um, <laughs> Dad would say fight through the hate um, Because you're going to have a lot of people Who are going <laughs> You're going to have a lot of people Who are going to hate on you You're going to have a lot of niggas Who are going to tell you That your shit is trash Like this nigga just did um, You have a lot of people who say these things But At the end of the day we got heat that molds steel, right? So you got to go through the fire in order to become the sharpest thing that you can be. In order to be on top, you have to go through those Don't things. You said you wasn't topping anything, nigga. I, I didn't say I was going to be on top. <laughs> I said for, for you to be on top. Uh, what? Oh, man. This, this episode. I just want to be successful. This episode is going all types of left, right, and center, my nigga. I feel mm, like we on Tinder. <laughs> Left hand. <laughs> he ain't sucking no dicks. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, this is dads and bow ties. Uh, Fuck, I'm out. Oh, merchandise is coming very soon. Oh, Make sure you get yourself either a bow tie, a dad hat, a hoodie, or a t-shirt. Or a fluffer. We're not giving out fluffers. Good night, <laughs>